This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Stay off the internet, Carl. You wouldn't say that to Tom Petty, would you? Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. What a dick. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Please clap. Cuz-a-roo. Cuz-a-roo. slap Please clap. Farting in the mush pit. It's showtime. W-A-T-P, W-A-T-P. Hello, everybody, it's the Cousin Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show where both hosts are handicapped, but not mentally. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, the president of the Richard Ojeda Fan Club from the Blind Mike Project. Why are you laughing? And who are these socials? It's Blind Mike Geary. What's up, Mike? I like to think I'm the general of the Richard Ojeda Fan Club. We work in army rankings. That makes more sense. All right. I'm a commander. <laughs> Just before the show started, I heard that a bomber had died today, and I assumed that it was Chad Zumach, mm. but it was not. This show is dedicated to my boy, Ted Kaczynski. A much greater and funnier man. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to Chad Zumach, <laughs> yeah. he wasn't a piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes Every single month, you can watch the show live and unedited when we ever eventually get to it and starts. Mm-hmm. Usually around 2 o'clock on Saturdays, 5 o'clock on Wednesdays. It's our schedule. We're back on schedule. Sorry, I took a vacation and put out a couple episodes while I was on vacation. Everyone's bitching that I'm lazy. <laughs> I haven't taken a vacation in years. And uh, my vacation yeah. was fucking moving into a fucking house that I am so angry about. I'll get into it later. I don't, <laughs> don't want to muck up the show with that, but I do have some <laughs> tales to tell about that fucking trip. Jesus. Coming up. Christ, what a fucking well, nightmare. Carl responded to your guys' accusations of laziness by showing up late and cracking beers to start the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hardest working drunken podcasting over here, <laughs> for Christ's sakes. Oh, yeah, and speaking of uh, Patreon and Supercast, we will be doing another Dick Show crossover mm. next week. We'll be recording that, so that's a great reason to subscribe, you get all of the back catalog, all the bonus shows that we've done. We've done 14 parts of Easy for You to Say at this point. I know. And that shit, man, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. I can't think of a better investment I've ever made in my life <laughs> than paying for that audiobook. Really, it's just <laughs> been incredible for us. Tickets are on sale for the Magic Bag Friday, September 15th. 
Ferndale, Michigan. That's just outside of Detroit, Michigan. I believe they call that the Motor City. We'll be there, producer Chris. Yep. And uh, VIP tickets have already sold out. Getting a lot of notes from people. When are the VIP tickets going to go on? So I'm like, they're gone. Yeah. They've already sold out, but I believe there's still tickets available for the show. I haven't checked in a week or so, but uh, yeah, you'll want to get on that, get your tickets. Maybe we'll get Mike out to that show. You ever been to Detroit, Mike? It's really pulling your dick out to promote tickets that no longer exist. Like, no, you no, guys no. want VIP tickets? Too bad. <laughs> well, I want to explain to people because you get, you get to the site and like, oh, where are the VIP tickets? Because I've been getting notes from people. <laughs> you sit in the back with the regulars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the loud motherfucking regulars. <laughs> I like to pull my dick out at the beginning of every episode, Mike. You know that. You know how I roll. I think he was just trying to deflect mm-hmm. from the question of whether or not he's been to Detroit before. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and whether we could get him I've to the show. I've never been, no. Oh, okay. All right. Well, no. maybe we can get you there, buddy. We'll, we'll, we'll talk right, offline, we'll I guess. Also, we encourage our listeners to go ahead and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section today. We'll be reviewing a show called Trash Tuesday with Annie, Esther, and Kalila. This is a show that's probably long overdue. What we've seen, there is a uh, a Reddit, a subreddit, which is r slash... Kalila. Kalila. Yes. And uh, it turns out we have found the female Brendan Schaub, which is ironic in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, because Schaub's the one that sparked it, basically. <laughs> right. I mean, he's kind of the, the reason why she got on a lot of people's radars. I mean... She is the co-host with uh, Bobby Lee on Tiger Belly, which is a, a pretty big show. But we're not talking about that today, although we probably will. Today, we're talking about the show that she does with her buddies, Annie Letterman, Esther Pavitsky, and Kalila, and it's Kalila Kuhn uh, on the show, Trash Tuesday. I can't believe this is even a show. It is so bad. The conversations that they have, it's so all over the place and just lacks direction no one knows what the fuck they're talking about. I'll start off with the clip that I think sums up the show for me. Annie and Esther are talking about comedy because they both do stand-up. Right. And Kalila just interrupts with a total non-sequitur, and she can barely even get it out. Like I don't even know if she knows what she wants to say. I think she just wanted to start talking because the other That's two were common. talking. Yes. <laughs> if you want to know how far he's come in his career, I did Comics Unleashed with him. And so, oh yeah, that was not a highlight Did you come in anyone. with a leash? <laughs> <laughs> not a highlight for any. Comics Unleashed is so funny. Did I tell you guys that um, I ran into an ex, not Bobby, um, <laughs> looking my absolute fucking worst? I think that's good for you. And, and you know what? You're not wrong. Good for you. I had a sweat mustache. I had just woken up. I was stumbling over to like a nearby like grocery store. I was crusty. Yeah, I mean, I, we can picture that. You, you could have stopped and just saying I look terrible. But yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have it in my mind. My mind's eyes got this one. Kalila. I like they're on a comedy podcast talking about inside comedy stuff. It didn't seem like it was really going anywhere. Yeah. But Kalila is just like, hey, let's knock it off there. Yeah, I know. She totally thwarted that whole conversation. Yeah, this- I ran into someone the audience doesn't know. Let's get into that. <laughs> let's talk mind. about that for a minute. This needs a little sweat mustache. Um, all right. So actually, I, I'm burying the lead. And thank you for, uh, hey, it's Travis for reminding me here on the, the YouTube chat. The reason why we were talking about her on Who Are These Socials recently is yes. because there's this clip that went out. And it went out. And somebody pulled it up on that subreddit I was talking about. And apparently, Kalila has like, slept with her brothers. Like, not stepbrothers, 
but actual, I mean, she says that she has. Let's start with that. Here's the thing that Reddit has picked up on is that if all of her stories are true, there are stepbrothers, half-brothers, full brothers, possibly we're not sure if they're related brothers it's the 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 fish story has grown exponentially over the years apparently okay so here is a, a clip that we actually played on on who are these socials and i think this was sparked us to say we gotta look at this show this is uh insane what's going on here. yeah Orange, was your brother and alive my brother was still alive okay, so you were banging him we oh were my- still banging <laughs> <laughs> we were still banging um, that brother or pos- that brother that okay. brother that brother brother yeah she's had sex with a brother that might be biological yeah but or- will we ever know thing we don't know will yeah. we ever get that answer but it still counts <laughs> yeah the sex counted okay but you know but, you know we'll keep it as a maybe okay. do you, wait do you have dick uh amnesia <laughs> no because he was the brother he was the brother <laughs> yeah he was the brother <laughs> the best brother that brother perfect penis i was like oh my god for being my stepbrother you have a baby <laughs> second brother his he was the one who got circumcised a little too much and so his dick wouldn't fully expand and it would hurt him but he had i remember oh, having like so a, a really big untamed bush and but a really sex was great with him <laughs> um anyways back uncomfortable I, I mentioned this when we talked about this clip before but circumcised too much it's just like the worst combination of words i can think of in a sentence that sounds so awful to me it's a yeah, clitoris if you need an excuse <laughs> hey doc i think you're taking too much off there ah you do your job i'll do mine <laughs> So the thing that I noticed, and it seems to be the issue that Reddit has taken with her, is that she'll throw these stories out there, and if it was in print form, she'd be going for sensational headlines, like, I fucked my brother. Right. But then, like, the moment there's even an ounce of questioning, like, Esther Pavitsky's like, wait, your full brother? And she's like, no, not really. And it's like, oh, well, then it's not as interesting. Do you want it to be an interesting story or isn't it? It's it's one or the other. I don't get what you're doing. So, yeah. This is interesting because as I've been diving into this, this is a whole world that I've not really been a part of because I don't really care about these people. But maybe I should because there yeah. is there's something going on here and I, I got to get to the bottom of it because what's happening now is the Tiger Belly, Bobby Lee, the show that he does with Kalila, is suing Wondery for breaking yeah. their contract. They signed a, a 39-month contract, that uh, multi-million dollar contract, and now Wondery's dropping the show. And the reason why they're dropping is what they're citing, Wondery is citing, is that Bobby Lee talks about having sex with an underage hooker in the Philippines on some other yes. show that he was on. They're like, well, a morals clause is kicking in, and we no longer want to work with you because of this. So these people, and this is what Chad always talks about. It's like, everyone lies on podcasts. I'm like, no, they don't. And then I'm watching all this. I'm like, I, I guess that is the formula. I guess that is the winning <laughs> formula is just fucking lie and make up well, stories. Here's the thing. So I've got, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I talked about that Bobby Lee lawsuit. Yeah. And... I was like, it's kind of a weird instinct to tell these outrageous stories like that. Uh, that story that Bobby Lee told about the hooker is something he told on Opie and Anthony when Opie and Anthony was still showing. Like, he's been telling this story for 10 years. Right. And then when he got a little pushback on it, he's like, I was joking. Now, I don't think Bobby Lee should get in trouble by any means for telling that story. He is a comedian. He can be as outrageous as he wants. But it's weird to go on a podcast consistently, tell this story and over and over again. And then be like, no, I was, li- guys, do you think I'm not lying to you all the time? I was lying. What yeah, do you get about that? It's a, it's, a bad, it's a bad move because I don't want to listen to a podcast who makes up stories all the time. I don't find that to be interesting. Right. Yeah. So I've gotten comments where people are like, you don't think people lie on podcasts? And I'm like, well, I try not to. 
right. I'm doing it wrong, but I typically don't because if I get caught, I look like a fucking moron. Right. And the interesting part about this, people are speculating that it's actually because Tiger Belly, people aren't watching it as much anymore, probably because yeah. they hate Kalila so much because mm. she sucks. So Wondery's looking at this <laughs> and they're going, oh my God, the numbers are dropping. We're not getting the advertising revenue we thought we were going to get from the show. We promised all this money. How do we get out of this contract? And so they're like, uh, well, you said you fucked an underage horse. So, uh, there's that. Kalila, get more brothers quick. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that does seem like the more likely scenario because, like, Bobby Lee is a guy, like, the most famous story that I know of Bobby Lee is that he got his dick sucked by his cousin who has Down syndrome when he was a kid or something like that. That sounds like a story the funky Eskimo would tell. <laughs> Uh, that's all funny. It's a series of books. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Down Syndrome Cousin. Um, but, like, that that's what I know of Bobby Lee. So it's like for Amazon or Wondery to look at him and be like, well, this is a man of morals. Let's sign him. <laughs> I don't think that's what they were doing. Yeah, right. Good point. Stand-up guy. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with that lawsuit. It should be interesting. Mike, why don't you pick up where I left off and tell me what you picked up on from this show and by the way is this your first time actually watching an episode um other than the only time i've watched trash tuesday is when annie letterman said that uh brendan schaub tried to walk her back to his trug as they say right and uh uh you know put the moves on her so that's when i listen and i should say that like i liked annie letterman as a comedian i thought she was funny i thought it was weird that the comedy store documentary dedicated an episode just to her that was an odd move but, like, I think she's kind of funny, whatever. But then listening to this podcast made me realize what L.A. does to comics. Because Annie Letterman, like, came up in New York, then moved to L.A. And there's an element of New York in her. But then there's also a lot of the stories that she goes down, Kalila, Esther, all of them, that they tell that, like, if they were in the New York podcast scene, people would be like, what the fuck are you doing? And I think the best example of what I'm talking about is clip number seven, where it's like, this isn't really a story worth telling, I don't think. It's just something that happens to people. I want to say about ringtones. I lose my phone all the time. And so what I started doing is I go, hey, Siri, play Who Let the Dogs Out? And then from a pile of clothes, it's like, Who Let the Dogs Out? Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's like the fucking best. Wait, that's a really... I it's the best. That. That's smart. It's the best. Hmm. Smart and like a really good idea is how they're presenting it. When yeah. it's just like... Hey, I couldn't find my phone is the story. Yeah, I hope she's heavily sedated, Annie, because she looks out of it. Yeah. She's the only one who, for some reason, stares at the camera. This is one of those talk shows where the set's set up so the three of them are kind of sitting around and looking at each other. And Annie just keeps staring at the camera for some reason, which is awkward. <laughs> and she's got some bombs on here, like, bombs away with this one. And what's great is that... Watch the other two hosts just pretend it didn't happen. They just kind of want to be like, all right, let's just move on and not address that. Wait, what school and is he living in the dorms? He's going to go to Occidental and he's living in the dorms. Mm, and I'm part of Occidental is- sounds like a Jewish accident, doesn't it? Occidental is, it's Occidental. It's a good school. It's like Orthodox it's great accident. It? Great um, area, Eagle Rock. Good one. Oh, man. Oh, wow. She, she lost <laughs> confidence too by the end. She's just like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> Kalila also responded as if it was a real question She's like, I don't know if it's a Jewish school But it's a good school Right, (laughs) they're all idiots And to your point about New York versus the West Coast That's one of those things where anyone at Gas Digital Or any of these other networks Would have been like, what the fuck did you just say? What did you think was a joke? Occidental would be the title of the episode They would have spent 20 minutes on it Yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> it's the worst joke ever. And they just go, oh, no, it's fine. That, that's all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now they're going to introduce the theme of the show. I guess each show has its own theme. And they're dressed up like they're working at a diner. Two of them are, not yeah. Annie, which we'll get into. But this is just more Annie bombing all over the fucking place. Wait, side note, should we introduce today's theme? Yeah, please, because I'm fucking dying in this. So Make me a burger, bitch. We're, I can barely breathe. This feels like a corset on that's my what body. I want. That's what I want when I have a burger made for me. I want someone to be like, I feel like I'm dying. And I just want to add that I needed help from Bryce to put this on. Why are you sexually assaulting all of our people? What is she talking about? <laughs> yeah, those, she doesn't have to. Those add are the that, pills right? talking. I think. Yeah. Doesn't it seem like that? Yeah. Well, it's also weird that they have a theme to every episode because it never seems to matter. Like they'll mention it for a second. They'll basically mention what they're wearing, but it's not like they talk about diners or anything. And uh, I think my clip fourteen is where they're t- they're wearing like I don't know, supposedly sexy outfits or something, and Kalila is talking about hers and things she would like to add to it, which would, I guess, make the podcast better somehow. Stickers, you guys. That was the essential part of my outfit. <laughs> I thought I had glitter, too. For some reason, I just thought there'd be glitter in my car. I told Kalila, I was like, I think I have glitter in my car somewhere. <laughs> no, this is... There wasn't. There's a lot of speak, other stuff in there, though. Speaking of eyes wide shut, I got these. Oh. oh is that go over it's for each label? For each um, boob. It says oh. I'm horny. I have a banana tattoo. <laughs> oh my god she now she thinks those fake tattoos are tattoos and the oh yeah this is this is actually a star <laughs> <She's> all, <laughs> Esther. so i guess i gotta dress these women up like they they come across as if they're like hot people want to watch this show because of these attractive girls like it's simcast or something i just don't see it and it's while i was doing my research i was going back and i was watching older clips of koala it's like oh my gosh she actually used to be an attractive woman and sure. she's not anymore hmm. and i don't know if it's because <laughs> of her personality or if she just is a gross person and it shows, it's starting to show through now. I think that is a big part of it. I think the personality is a big part because a lot of what that R slash Kalila does is put together compilations of her basically just cucking Bobby Lee and like essentially forcing him into an open relationship. I don't I'm I don't know these people at all. I don't know what their real lives are like. But the way she talks does sound like she's constantly like putting Bobby down and basically talking about him like he's a bitch. And sometimes she'll even say stuff like, I had this one guy that I dated for 10 years and he was such a pussy. I just took advantage of him. It's like, we know who you're talking about. You're not old enough to have had multiple 10 year boyfriends. Yeah. She definitely has turned or had turned Bobby into a cock in a lot of different ways. And I was going back and watching some interviews that were very uncomfortable where she's talking about having three ways with guys and how she manipulated guys into fucking her and took advantage of these dudes like right next to Bobby sitting there. And then she was talking about how Bobby's friends were messaging her through Raya, the dating app and cucking him there. And she's like flirting with these guys and probably fucking them because she seems to like, like to fuck everybody a lot. It's just not an attractive look. So you notice there that um, Esther, no, not Esther Koo, as somebody asked in the, uh, <laughs> Esther in the Discord. Yes. And uh, Jody B from Po Boys Podcast says, no, you thought that Kyle was hot because she used to sit next to Bobby Lee. All right. That, that could be true. <laughs> so He's dating her. Yeah, all right. Well, she's a 10. And then, and then you put her next to the tragic girl. You're like, oh, what, the, what was I thinking? Um, you notice that right there. Esther said she had a banana tattoo. They do this thing, and it's very awkward. I don't understand the timing of this. They're getting into a deep, heavy conversation, and then this happens on the show. Like, we're always like, we repeat it. You know, it's yeah. it's part of our thing. We make it. But it's like, 
these are things that actually behind it's the doors like hurts really us like horribly. Our, yeah, I, really. I found like a lot. Like I do a little bit of a joke and stuff on stage about stuff. Yeah. And I like talking about it to like help people, but it is like. Yeah. When we when I tell you about like Ooh. getting diddled, like Annie and I, like every week, right? Yeah. Like I really want the audience to we know get that diddled every week, though. So I don't find <laughs> that to. <laughs> it's not disposable information that no longer hurts us. Huh. It's just that in that moment, we're intellect. We're telling you this is what happened. We're intellectualizing it. But I can promise you that, like, when I hit those topics with a therapist, I am inconsolable. Yeah. I cannot breathe. Yeah. I vomit. Okay. So they're talking about getting molested as children, and in the middle of it, there's a banana break. Yeah. And the producer comes out, <laughs> hands the bananas. There's a whole graphic, a fun yeah. little song. It's like I would have been like, just let them finish this thought. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Before she's talking about getting diddled as a child, could you just please not bring the bananas out right now that they're all eating bananas and talking about getting fucked? <laughs> yeah, it didn't well, stop it's them. also <laughs> it's also weird to be like when I when I talk about this stuff, I'm I'm crippled and I I can't breathe and I I sob. Yeah, it's like you you brought it up. We didn't ask you about it. <laughs> You're <laughs> it's right. Your, your show. Talk about whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, I know that the the conversation women. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Let me, let me rephrase that. These women <laughs> cannot hold a coherent conversation for more than two minutes between the three of them. Someone has to veer it off and take it off on a wild tangent that nobody could possibly care about. All right. So Kyle has asked why only Asians have storylines of parents fucking their children. I, 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 the reason why yeah. I'm struggling with this is because it's so absurd. I can't even believe yeah. I saw what I saw. Can I tell you what I'm noticing? Yeah. Is that every clip you pulled is a clip I almost pulled, but I like couldn't fully even understand where to begin or end. <laughs> I noticed that too, because <laughs> I saw your clips, and I'm like, oh shit, we did the same episode, the most recent one. But then yeah. I was looking at what you clipped, and I went, oh, that's all the stuff that I didn't clip. All right, so that kind of works yeah. out. Kind of works <laughs> yeah. out well. All right. When Biff leans in to make <laughs> out this. I have a question. Why do you think... Okay, they're talking about Back to the Future, so let me back it up. Let me play this clip first. Because I guess Annie's only seen, or Esther's only seen three movies, and Back to the Future is one of them, and they're very yeah. confused about the plot of it for some reason. I say we go, Back to the Future. <laughs> okay, I'm going to fuck my dad, or whatever happens in it. No, 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 Doesn't no. Doesn't, no. like, someone bang their mom? He's, he's attracted, no. You don't want to bang your mom, mom because you we'll edit it out we're talking about we'll edit it out. now we're going back to episode one where his mom has a crush on him are they called right, episodes that's the or one. volumes they're not called episodes i know that did i say that yeah well oh my god you're you're bombing at this writer's strike oh my god is it television go or movies is it television back in movies? time <laughs> i wouldn't accuse anybody else of bombing. i know annie you should the last one you should not even use that word Jesus. holy shit <laughs> so all right, so they don't know what the fuck they're talking about, obviously. And then that goes into this clip that I was about to play. When Biff leans in to make out of this. <laughs> I have a question. Why do you think that only Asians have enough balls to put a parent <laughs> fucking their own child into a storyline? Like, back to this. Spoiling this movie for me. And it's, you keep spoiling this also, movie for me. Also, that's very disrespectful to our new hire, Liz, who is Asian. You did not ask her if she identifies as Asian. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> We've been down here before. I actually just assumed that. I, wait, Liz, what is your ethnic heritage? I'm Vietnamese. I wish you would have said German. Yeah, or none of your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> that that really hit me because when she said have enough balls, I yeah. pictured I pictured meeting a man 
who has fucked his own daughter and sticking my hand out and saying, you've got balls, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a set of brass nuts on you. A lot of us Caucasians would have done that. Good on you, Bobby. That's yeah. pretty impressive. The stone's on you, my friend. So now they this topic goes into what kind of Asian porn they watch. Mm-hmm. And Annie, thank God, admits she's bad at jokes. In this clip, I'm just glad that she did that. There's certain things that they'll do that I think is kind of like. I want to know. I'll tell you what I like. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. So what I look for my category occasionally. Lately, it's just been occasionally. (laughs) Occasionally. That's pretty Annie. (laughs) Careful. Rubbing off the pun. It's the pun couch. (laughs) (laughs) Get me off. Um, It's when um, eight Japanese men, one girl, and they're using. 20 types of different contraptions on her and she's like just she can't stand that she's coming so much but she is also not like resi- it's a whole thing you could tell by the time she got to the end of that she's like okay this is embarrassing it's a whole thing i, I don't want to talk anymore about it so there's there's eight men and 20 contraptions wow that's very specific i've not seen this category it was no video all right <laughs> <laughs> yes i think she was the producer of this one she really lost confidence there at the end I think she thought they were going to be like, oh, yeah, I fucking love those videos. And, you know, like that. And then you bring out that one dildo that's like seven feet. And then <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of what Kalila does is like starting big and then pulling back. And she feels like she has to be like the sexual one. Like my clip uh, 15 is a weird. So I guess the joke is that like Esther is attracted to Kalila and secretly wants to be a lesbian or something. Okay. But this is a weird thing where it seems like Kalila's not joke. Like it seems like that's the running joke here, but Kal- it's lost on Kalila a little bit. Sexuality, even though we brought it up every single episode. But um, that's the fun part if you don't want to. Talk and, about and, and again, I you didn't even know that. You don't have to answer oh, this question, but have you had full blown sex with just a woman not in the context of a threesome just with a woman no not full-blown doesn't she look disappointed in herself yeah it's (laughs) not okay i feel bad for you thank you i love that's my favorite place to be it's when people feel bad for me (laughs) weird (laughs) not full-blown sex with a girl yeah but Kalila, like this is a like Esther. I, she dated Tony Hinchcliffe. I, I, as far yeah. as I know, she's just straight, and I think that's just a running joke that they have. Okay. And Kalila was like, "Let's let's dive into that. This is my Doctor Phil moment here. I'm going to get you to cry." <laughs> right. I mean, I would be pretty upset if I never had sex with a girl, but that's <laughs> a little bit different. Well, sure. In yes. my situation, I don't want to be uh, Ray DeVito over here. <laughs> That'd be pretty sad. <laughs> All right. So. Um, so they're talking about the uh, the strike, the writer's strike, because these women are in Hollywood and all that kind of fun stuff. This is the most unoriginal thought to, <laughs> I've ever heard on a podcast. I I was so tempted to grab that family guy drop where it's like, you know, this conversation that's already been done a million times. This should be a podcast. Like, this is literally what this is. You, um, you know how, like, the writers on strike, do you think that there could be a version of it where women go on strike and we just all vow to not have sex with a man, like, until our demands are met? What are our demands? That I don't know. And, like, well, there's no way we would all agree on our demands. Yeah, the demands wouldn't be a universal thing we this can, has to like, be ever. This has to be a solo <laughs> picketing. This is a, this a solo picket. A picketing for one. This is not a show. Yeah. That's not even a, a bar conversation. No, I, I, if you brought that up at the bar, yeah. I'd be like, "No, we're not. Ta- we're not having that conversation. That's dumb." Yeah. 
Shut up. Yeah. I, I like that Kyle really hit him with some insight of like, I don't know if we would get every woman on board for this. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. It's a good point, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> and then here's a clip of just, I just called this, what is Annie talking about? I think she might be full on retarded. Don't you ever do the cord clearing things? I always do that. Like if you're upset with someone, you like imagine barnacles on like a cord with them and you just clean it off. Do you ever do that? I love barnacles. You gotta go to YouTube, baby. You can do a lot on YouTube. Like, you know how like people will tell Jack Chat GPT like explain this to me like I'm dumb. I feel like you just explained it like you're dumb. For you, <laughs> you feel like you chatted made me say it. <laughs> Wait. You are a weird Chat GPT, honestly. <laughs> I'm <laughs> an AI. You're bot. Like I created all. Yeah, of I this. have AI software. <laughs> what the fuck? The fuck is going on? I never thought I'd hear someone say I love barnacles. Dude, they, they can do a whole particle conversation. I don't know if Mike has those clips. I certainly do. Uh, clip number six. Simpsons, clip number six would imply uh, they, they keep going with the barnacle conversation, but would also suggest that Kalila doesn't know what an invention is. Like, just saying, like, hey, we should do this, I don't think falls into the world of inventions, but maybe I'm wrong. I learned about barnacles is that if we were, if we were to find a solution for um so that boats no longer have bar like if there was a way to shave off barnacles from boats if there was a chemical that we could come up with we would all be billionaires like billionaires oh that's like the main problem yeah because it it causes a lot of like wreaks a lot of havoc with like big ships yeah and how many billionaires are so thirsty to come up with some kind of a toxic chemical to make them more money but to hurt the oceans to prevent that's like that like Jeff Bezos is going to be all over that. Why can't we say female billionaires? Can we give some evil ladies some credit? We should. Who? There's female school shooters now. I mean, not school shooters. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus Christ! These people are so stupid. It's the dumbest conversation. <laughs> you've ever, it's the dumbest conversation you've ever heard. And I, so the the one woman goes, you know, if we could come up with this thing, we'd make a billion dollars. And so yeah. the other woman here hears billionaire and thinks like evil white people. You know, she's, yes. she's picturing Mr. Burns immediately. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah to destroy the ocean. You mean like, that's not what we're talking about at all. Where, where did that come from? Had nothing to do with what we're talking about. And also, <laughs> Kalila adds, I don't know if you could hear it because it was like kind of under her breath. But she's like, oh, we shouldn't have given him the idea. As if Jeff Bezos was listening to this and saying, yeah. barnacles, I've got it. I'm in. Murder the ocean. All right. I've got the money for that. And you, I don't know if you guys want to hear my latest invention, oh, but please. I was thinking like we just stop global warming and I'd be a billionaire. That's my invention. It's a pretty good invention. Yeah. I was actually thinking, um, I don't know if anyone's ever thought about this, a cure for cancer. It's my invention. <laughs> now that's a good invention. I feel like that's going to be a pretty good one, right? <laughs> All right. So now you you heard in a clip that Esther for some reason thought that she was a Chat GPT or something. Okay. So then they're saying that she's in an Alexa in Annie's house, like she's the voice in the Alexa, and then and then Annie says <laughs> that her boyfriend has made their Alexa hilarious. Oh yes, I and there's a weird edit here too. There is a very weird edit yes. that happens. I don't know what this is. But um, while he was there, Todd set up our Alexa to say two things. When, um, when like, something beeps, it goes, for the love of God, can someone get this? Which is not that big a deal, right? But then if someone coughs, or if someone coughs, oh, it's three things. If someone coughs, it goes, um, 
It goes, can you stop coughing? I'm trying to flick my bean. Oh, and it kept saying that while he was there. And oh, it was so no. awkward. I'm like, I can't like say anything. I'm like in pins, you know, like I can't. Was he coughing? He was not coughing. I was coughing. Oh, you were coughing. I'm like stabbed and things are flowing in weird ways. But, um, and then it also when Randy barks, it says, um, Randy, you're not cool or tough. Oh, you guys are really having like you're utilizing Alexa correctly. I oh, feel like I have no fun. With oh, if I could tell you, we're gonna have to bleep everything out here. By the way, I'm also utilizing your Alexa. Uh, I am living inside of it. Okay, so that was a weird edit. She goes, I'd have to bleep everything out if I told you. So I don't know if it's just like motherfucking Brendan Schaub or something. I don't know what this Alexa does that's so clever. So Alexa was talking about Brendan Schaub and boy does yeah. she hate him. <laughs> right. I know. I'm, I'm wondering what that was going to be all about. But also the fact that like you have these little cutesy things you do with your boyfriend and just like leave that at home. You know? It's like the who are the who let the dogs out thing. It's like right. this isn't podcasting. <laughs> yeah, this, this isn't interesting or clever. I mean, okay. Let's say that these three women are actual friends and these are the conversations they have. Great. Turn the cameras off and have this fucking conversation with each other. This is not a show. Can I tell you? Can I tell you how much we've evolved uh, since we are co-hosts on WATS together Thursday yeah. at six? I almost pulled that clip, and because it was a bad edit, I was like, "I bet Carl's going to pull that one." And sh- <laughs> sure enough, yeah. nailed it. <laughs> you came through for me. Yeah, because other than that, I didn't see any other edits really, or, or I mean, at least they were smooth or whatever they were doing. Because it's not like they're taking a lot of shit out. I, if I was editing this show, it would have been about I don't know seven minutes long. This is an hour. You can have episode. different visions for the project. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I'd yeah. love to know what was too stupid to make the show. Right. <laughs> it's it's insane. Oh, and I should point out since we talked about. You know, Kalila having sex with her biological brother or, or maybe half brother or stepbrother, whatever. Of course, yeah. newest episode just came out and there's brother fucker talk. What the, oh, yeah. Okay, so What's wrong with you? I dated a boy back. This is one of my potential brothers, maybe. But he. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's officially started. <laughs> But There's this a was here. <laughs> this was the boy I told you the reason like I couldn't have gone to an abortion clinic faster because he basically like I went to his home and I saw that he had his dog chained up like and it was his grandma's dog it all day he was long. Your brother? <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing about Kalila. I, I don't know. I guess she doesn't like practice safe sex all that often. She seems to have had a lot of abortions. It's also that's not this. I don't know if there's a, a, a check a check spot on the sheet at the abortion clinic. Yeah. Uh, does your brother abuse dogs? <laughs> Is that why you're here? <laughs> She's like, yeah, my brother was mean to his dog, so obviously. Well, the, the guy that she was pregnant with it was the guy. No, it, I understand. Okay. But it's just like a weird, like, the fact that he's your brother didn't make you go. It's right. the dog abuse that sent right. you there. I don't the, understand it. The incest should have been enough on that one. I, I would agree with you <laughs> on that. Uh, well, she talks she talks a little more about her family. And this is, again, what I'm talking about. And uh, like I said, people on Reddit have really zeroed in on this part. That it feels like... I'm sure aspects of this are true. Because it's probably even Googleable to some extent. But it feels like she's trying to, you know perpetuate a story in some ways um so clips four and five she talks about her uncle and an incident that he had and what a great guy he is despite that and then in clip five she reveals what the true story is this is so funny because yeah this is all the shit that i did not clip this is yeah. all the stuff that's so bizarre how this worked out i have a question about you have the like bad guy uncle right 
Um, I the murderer. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. he like animals? Was he like one of those murderers that like loved animals but killed people? Um, I I, I haven't actually seen him. You know, he's a pretty good um, animal caretaker. Yeah. You like you're like, listen, we've got a, a dog sitter. He's on house arrest. <laughs> he's got to walk. He's got to let the dogs out. He's not gonna be able to walk them. But. You know, it's so funny. Out of all of my uncles, this is the uncle I feel like you guys would get along the most. Why? Listen, but he is he he's is a murderer. Hello. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> no, I really like he's such a great time. And also like when he is loyal to you, like he'll kill anyone for you. Did he murder like feeling. mob style, like gang style? Uh, he what? killed his own brother in broad daylight using so a to sever the his vertebrae. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> what a heck of a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> but play darts with them and you will have a blast. He is he's a card. <laughs> I mean, should not listen, nine to five, this guy's a murderer. But in right. his off hours, he's a swell fella. <laughs> yeah, so uh, all right, so this is the next clip where it explains why he would do such a thing, murdering his brother in broad daylight with a machete. Obviously he had yes. his reasons. Like gang style? Uh, he what? killed his own brother in broad daylight using so a machete to sever the his vertebrae. Yeah. Wait, why? Um it was like a money dispute in the family. But then <laughs> um he... why, Jules is about to fuck you up. Out <laughs> <laughs> like twenty bucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, all right i gotta change gears a little bit here mike because the beginning of the show they start with their plugs and uh esther is gonna she's on tour she's got tour dates that she is going to promote here hi slugs i am so excited that i'm back on the road i've been working on my stand-up i cannot wait to share these freakishly weird ideas with you um i will be in atlanta on june 3rd i'll be in raleigh one night only june 4th now correct me if i'm wrong when you hear comedians promote their stand-up dates, do they ever preface it with, I've been working on my stand-up? <laughs> Come see me live. I might have jokes. I've really given it the old college <laughs> yeah, try. Right. Yeah. I'm actually going to write shit down that I think is amusing before I get there. I heard your critiques about the last one, and uh, I've been working on it. And, and I, I couldn't play the whole thing because it goes on and on, but then at the end she even goes, and, and come to the shows, we'll hang out. I, I feel like it's not even going to be a stand-up show with Aster. <laughs> Please clap. Yeah. It's all, she's like, uh, you know, my freakishly weird topics such as dating, being a woman. <laughs> Where else are you going to get well, this? Well, she's stuff? also the person who said, what if we went on strike and didn't give guys sex? I hope that's not part of her stand-up routine. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> and that's a, a dumb concept anyway, because you know how quickly we'd produce sex robots if that were to happen? That shit would be manufactured and on the shelves at Walmart by Thursday. Oh, yeah. They're ready to go. Yeah. Don't force our <laughs> right. hands. Just... I'll learn how to cook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like... <laughs> All right. Let's talk about this real quick because Kalila's been caught in a lot of lies over the years. And this is yes. a weird one. She's talking to Dr. Drew and she's talking about how she got a full-ride scholarship to UNLV for swimming. Have oh, you yeah, seen this? Is. This is just bizarre. Because Dr. Drew's like, wait, why? That doesn't even make fucking sense. <laughs> he's trying to be polite. He's a polite guy. But even he's like, what are you yeah. talking about? Ceiling there for how far you can really go in sports. And I think ultimately he wanted us to swim collegiately here. Did you? Um, yeah, for a year. And it all kind of went out of control. <laughs> so what she's talking about is that <laughs> they came over from the Philippines... Her father wanted them to swim in college in the U.S., her, her and her sister, is what she's talking about. And he's like, and did you do that? And she's like, yeah. yeah. Which is a very quick yeah. yes or no answer. Yeah. Did you swim in college or not? 
Who's to say? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> should I double down or not? <laughs> yeah, well, right. That's that's what she's thinking right here. Um, just multiple yeah, choice for a year, and it all kind of went out of control. <laughs> Care to explain? Um, yeah, I got a full scholarship to UNLV, and it, in short, they fucked me over. Oh, they fucked you over. They, they fucked me over. They fucked me over because um, they didn't go through, like, you had, like, NC2A, like, clearinghouse, like, certain subjects that you have to hit, and they didn't, they didn't look into that before I actually signed my, for a full ride. Or at least they didn't teach you what you needed to do. Right, and I was just kind of a dumb 17-year-old. I just so really banked on swimming yeah. being my ticket to just about anywhere what was your event so she swam for a year but then she didn't have the credits in order to get the scholarship for some reason because she was missing out she she used to be dumb yeah (laughs) i know that's the only believable part i was a dumb 17 year old well yeah (laughs) that story also she says i was going to use it as my ticket to anywhere as if like somewhere there's the next michael phelps being like i don't know how to file all this paperwork i guess i'll just call it quits Well, yeah, so let me play part two of this, and I'll uh, I'll point out some more of these things people in the in the subreddit were saying about these clips. It just seems nonsensical to me. Look at it. You're like, yep, you've either done some powerlifting or... And did she uh, get an NCAA scholarship? Yeah, also? she got a full ride to UNLV she... as well. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How interesting. Yeah. We're, we're attached at the hip. My sister I and I are so close. And, and... and how come you couldn't, she couldn't have told you, she's older? She's older by a year. She could have told you what to anticipate when you got there. Everything went smoothly for her, and I expected the same for myself. But maybe (laughs) maybe weird that she didn't tell you what to watch out for. Well, it was a missing credit that I had that apparently I didn't have coming in from the Philippines. Mm. That basically derailed my entire collegiate swimming experience. Oh my god! It was one science credit. It was something that I we couldn't even that I could even make up for. And then did you go do nursing somewhere else? Um, yeah, Cal State Long Beach. Got it. It doesn't even make sense. No. There was a there was a single science credit that stopped her from being able to swim in college that she didn't get in high school? Yeah. yeah. Well, even because Dr. Drew is like, well, why didn't your sister help you? Because she knew everything you had to do. And Kyle was like, well, everything went smoothly for her. And Dr. Drew's like, yeah, no, that's my question. Yes, why? right. Why? <laughs> yeah, why, why did your sister have that science credit that you couldn't get? And then so, the, of course, you get the sleuths in here who realized that she would have been going to high school in the United States by the time she was 15, based on her timeline of events and when they got to the U.S. and all this stuff. So none of it makes any fucking sense that she would come over here for a scholarship, and then they're like, you didn't take science in high school? Oh, never mind. You didn't think this through, did you, Chad? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) This is such a Chad moment right here. Fucking brutal. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a list of all the credits. Uh, <laughs> hey, you got to give Chad this. At least he goes bigger than UNLV, you know? <laughs> right. <Okay. laughs> bigger dreams than that. Yeah. You know what? I, another thing I like about this subreddit and why I've been promoting it is stuff like this. They make um, garbage pail kids Ooh. <laughs> of them. So this is okay. Cunt Lila Coon. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and then uh, we got... I like how fat they make Annie Letterman. <laughs> yeah, that's the funniest thing she ever did. And uh, Esther. Yeah. Uh, bit it of a mess. Out. Yep. So props to the subreddit yes and all the fun stuff see i gave i gave the right credit there i, I didn't i didn't credit the user did i good man sly button five eight one three 
like a slight button. I'm glad that's out there now. Yeah, Finally, right. he has his <laughs> time to shine. Credit, credit is due. All right, Mike, what else do you want to play from uh, from the episodes you watched? Number nine, I believe, is um, it, this is just Kyle being fucking dumb because it's like, listen to the context of this. And even if you misheard it, you would, through context clues, you would say, oh, obviously I know what she's trying to say. This is a weird topic, and I kind of almost don't want to bring it up because it's, I think, should be a bigger conversation. We'll talk more about it next week or whatever. But, like, there's a lot of feminists that are like anti birth control like the birth control pill which is seems crazy because the birth control pill is like what gave women freedom and it was a huge part of like the women's liberation movement like finally we could have sex and not be scared of a pregnancy but there are people who say that that like i that the reason like choking insects and like basically we're trying to introduce a level of danger that has been taken away by the pill so when Wait, you were say choking insects yes choking no in not insects in sex Oh, during sex. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh. are you just choking insects? Lila, <laughs> I was like, I never even thought about it. <laughs> oh, my childhood would have been so much different. And he's off to that. I just can't um, believe she didn't hear incest. I was like, you didn't hear incest? Are you? Nope. Jesus fucking Christ. It's weird. Like, listen, people mishear things and say, I say dumb shit all the time. But it's weird to not have a moment of like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Instead, you're like, Oh, I thought you were choking insects, which would seemingly be impossible. And, and the title of that video that you made was called Insects, so I knew it was coming. It sounded so right. much like insects to me. But yeah, as soon as they did that, I was, I was just like, okay, obviously you know what she's trying to say here. And I love right. that. Even, as soon as yeah. one of these girls can't spit out their thought, that's when they let them talk. They're always constantly tripping each other until one person's just like, and they're just like... <laughs> Go on. The floor is yours, please. <laughs> Insects, you say? <laughs> so rude. <laughs> but then, if you if you want to hear more, Kalila, I think being dumb is uh, clip number twelve. Where, listen, uh, I get she she talks about her and Andy both talk about like being molested when they were young. Something I can't grasp. Never had to deal with it. Thank God. Whatever. But believe me, they bring it up as often as they can, and they apply it to things. Like they think of a different theme every week, but the pot, the theme should just be being molested because they shoehorn it. I don't even know how it got brought up in this conversation. Wait a second. I want to ask you guys, I know you're really into sleepovers, but I was never allowed to go to any of them when I was younger. Would you allow your kids to go on a sleepover today? Wait, that's actually such a good question. Oh, I was never where I said I was going to be. I was like <laughs> well, in another no, 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 state. Like, I was like hitchhiking. No, like, young, young Annie. Like I'm talking about like six, seven years old. I would have to know the parents. Yeah. I would have to trust the parents. And then the setup. Mm -hmm. If there's anyone else in the house, like the, the, the person's older brother, like I would be so I fucking say this. paranoid. My kids, I don't want to say this because I feel like when you say this, you manifest it, but my kids will not be getting diddled. I'm so sorry. It's just like not going to happen. So whatever I have to do to make sure that happens. I think no sleep. My, my policy is no sleepovers. You're making me realize like my parents. Essentially, the conclusion was. Well, only if there are no rapists in the house. Right, right. yeah. I, I would have to vet how many people are into raping young children. And then if it's <laughs> yeah, more than two. Rule of thumb. Yeah. yeah, if it's more than two, I don't like my chances. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Imagine that interview process. <laughs> are you feeling rapey today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do the Bobo challenge, but with like um, kids in uh, bathing suits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
the Mets bullpen like this <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, um, and then clips one and two is more uh, to take the focus off Kalila a little bit. It's more just their general disposition on things where this makes them seem like airheads. Like I said, I've heard Annie be funny and like she dated Kurt Metzger, who was a really funny comic. Like she hung in those circles. <laughs> I think it's so funny that the, the credits you've given her so far is that she dated Tony Hinch. Oh, no, the other girl dated, asked her dated Tony yeah, Hinch. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they've taken good hog in okay, their day. Yeah, right. I mean, they must be hilarious because they're, they're sucking these these comics' dicks that are very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. But, like, there's some there's something about Los Angeles that I think makes these topics both interesting and realistic, clips one and two. Yeah, I got to say, I went into the show thinking that I hated Kalila the most, and I'm not even sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sure which one I hate the most now. But he very rarely resists. <laughs> Wait, while we're talking about dogs, I really need to just, like, ask... All of us kind of feel like there's no way we could love a human baby more than we love our dog, right? I can't believe every day the capacity I have to love my dog. The the courage it takes to get out of bed in the morning while I'm cuddling my dog. I can't believe I do it. It's I impossible. can't believe I do it. But people always say they have kids and then they don't love their dog as much. Is that true, Pete? I don't have a dog. You don't have a dog? No, I have We're his dogs. I, I, I can't Jacob is very offended. I can't believe she's able to get out of bed and put her pants on. This woman <laughs> seems so fucking dumb. Yeah. She has very low expectations for herself, which is probably a good thing. But yeah, that, that conversation is bonkers. It's a psychotic, to me, it's a psychotic yeah. conversation. But then in clip two, Kalila shines a little light on this. I think you're going to like the names she brings up that certify this is a this is a smart take that they have here i think <laughs> kalila do you feel like you could love a human baby more than you love your dog there's no way yeah th- there's no way maybe equally i think we're all n- just not moms and i think that when we're moms we'll definitely love our because babies i talked to you like 100 i'm sorry um, that makes you- me want to not have a baby i don't want to love donut less Wait, well, no, look. that's not true because I talked to Ethan Klein and Ela Klein about this and I was like, do you, because they were obsessed with their dogs before children and they said they are equally obsessed with their dogs today. So that gives me hope that I mean, they're I bad parents. <laughs> you, I guess ideally you have the situation where your dog loves your baby and wants to cuddle with it. As opposed to eating the child. I suppose that would be <laughs> ideal. It would be ideal for sure. <laughs> I like that they're like, I don't want to have a baby in my house because I just want to hang out with my dog all day and the baby's going to want attention and it's going to need, it's like, okay, yeah, don't have kids. Got to feed it yeah, every you, day. You know, no, no, that, that's good. You definitely shouldn't have children. Right. If that's how you feel. It shouldn't be a debate. Yeah. Right. This is a no brainer. You should start with a stuffed animal and then yes. work up from there. <laughs> a doll. Yeah. Start with a doll. Yeah. <laughs> see where see where it gets you, mm-hmm. uh, Mike. Anything else that you want to play from the show? Um, I think just my the best clip to end on is probably my clip sixteen because I feel like it, it's a message. Everything we just did uh, should be null and void after hearing this message. The comments are like, imagine if they get if they this was the other way around. <laughs> it's also like those people. Why are you watching this? Show? <laughs> this is for girls and cool guys, okay? <laughs> Not guys that are like, I can't wait to poke holes in women's stories. It's like, <laughs> Like, what? It's like, this is not for you. Like, <laughs> comment on the Reddit. We know you guys are on Reddit. Go to Reddit. <laughs> My favorite is, like, when they try to poke holes in your molestation stories. It's no, like, they don't. What? Well, yeah. Oh, they my dad. My real. dad doesn't believe you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't molested. 
I'll show you molested. The best thing Esther said in these podcasts. I know, that's fucking hilarious. My dad thinks you guys are full of shit. You know, all we do is live on everything all the time. The people don't believe us, but we say that we were molested as children. I, I don't get it. What's going on here? I like imagining Esther's dad on Reddit. Like, another shitty episode today. I also like the idea. I know, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Especially if his handle is just Esther's dad. <laughs> Which was the ugliest, because I can't tell. Esther's dad. <laughs> But this idea that you get to decide who who watches your show, yeah, I've never once when when people are hate on me, like I want everyone to like the show. I, I want for people who enjoy comedy shows and roast, I want them to enjoy the show. So when someone comes out and goes, "This isn't as good as Jocktober," I'm like, "Well, it's not for you, you fucko. Right. Don't even watch that." <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, I do say, like, if you don't like my show, you shouldn't watch. But if people enjoy hate watching it for some reason, like, hey, I'll take the views, I guess. You yeah, know? if they're going to hate watch on Patreon, fuck yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. No problems with that. Hate watch away. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mike, that is a good place to uh, to move on, and I've got to play for you the cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. And this week's cringe of the week is none other than our buddy, friend of the show, Ray Devito. Ray Devito oh, was doing stand up. Can't escape this guy. He was. I know. <laughs> he was. He was doing stand up, and uh, I, I don't even know what city he's in. But the club says to him, "They says we'll pay you fifty dollars more if we don't have to get you a hotel room." Oh, no. Because they, they put up the comics in a hotel room, and they say 50 bucks more if you don't need a hotel room. So Ray, because he's an idiot, goes, cool, I'll crash with my buddy. Oh, no. Now, the only person who would allow Ray to crash at his place is a guy who has a roommate. Wait, is this the same thing from the Pottstown show, or is this no, new? No, this is new. This is this week. <laughs> no, it's just very I mean, this similar. This is brand now. <laughs> yeah. The unsheltered right. comedian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, when he talked about having that pink comforter that he's in his trunk of his car, yeah. it's because he's crashing on couches wherever he can. That's kind of <laughs> his deal. He does his show, his stand-up show, according to MLC, he bombed. I don't know. I wasn't there. And then he comes back, and he has to start live streaming from his buddy's house, and it's midnight. Oh, so he has to be under the comforter? So, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he uses flashlights. It's not yeah. pink. Despite what you think you're seeing. Shh. <laughs> So he has to be like quiet because he's in this guy's place, a house or apartment or something. Ray, earlier you said a ho- had a hotel room tonight. How come you saw your friends play? The that is true. That is true. I was going to stay at a hotel room, and then the booker's like, uh, "You can have a hotel room, or I'll give you, uh, or they're going to pay an extra fifty dollars." I was like, "All right, I'll just take the fifty dollars." So. Yeah. What's up, John? How are you, man? Okay. All right. I'm going to jump off. His roommate's sleeping. You guys are awesome. This will be my Patreon, patreon.com. So he sees the guy come in from the back door. He's like, hey, what's happening, buddy? He's like, shut the fuck up. My roommate's going to murder you. Right. Johnny. Oh, it's two in the morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, only Ray. Jesus. Guy's wearing a nightcap. 
I'll take the $50 instead of the $200 value of a hotel room. Right? Yeah. That's why it's so stupid. (laughs) Right. He could have podcasted all fucking night making super chats. Yeah. (laughs) Would have made up for the 50 bucks, but no. Not right. He always makes the wrong decision, (laughs) which is great. Speaking of always making the wrong decision. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me... Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. For the very first time ever, we'll be checking out a Patrick Michael live stream. I am happy to report to all of you. We put out a video when we had Liam here and it was Trucker Andy, producer Chris, myself. And we were going through Patty's meltdown that he had on his Patreon when he saw what our Patreon was doing. He was very upset about that. Even then, he said he still has never heard my voice. He barely knows what I look like. He doesn't know anything about our show. He just knows we suck. But because I put up that YouTube video, he watched it. He actually watched our show, which is very exciting. I know. Maybe we can win him over. Maybe he'll be in the fan base at some point. Does this mean he'll know who I am now? That's fun. <laughs> Cross your fingers, buddy. You never know. <laughs> what One can dream. Did he they? ask about me? <laughs> All right. So he, he gets on his live stream. Now, if you haven't seen his live stream before, I'll explain what this is. He is shooting his monitor that's playing videos. This one starts off with like an old Johnny Carson or something that's going on. And uh, he's got this neon cactus that's lit up in front of his monitor. It's kind of the main focus. And every now and again, you'll see his hand enter into the frame. But for the most part, you're just watching this video playing and this green cactus. And uh, this is how this starts off. Sometimes they'll never be aware. They'll never be aware that this is the show. You know what I mean? Carl goes and has his fucking four butt buddies get on the podcast, but they don't mention the cactus one time. Whose show is this? You know what I mean? Whose show is this? Me? Or the neon cactus here of fucking alien fingers, right? It's a little absurd. But guys, four people. Four people had to review my my meltdown, right? (laughs) Four people had to review my meltdown. And one of them was a guest. One of them was a guest. How funny. I got to invite this guy on because apparently he knows so much about the dude, right? Liam knows Liam knows so much about us, right? Been following me all over the place. Fat fuck. <laughs> so Liam messaged me after this. Apparently he has been blocked on Twitter. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. And uh, at Great Job Show changed their name on Twitter to uh, Liam Skintag, a.k.a. Carl Food. <laughs> So, well, that is much catchier. So he's, he's quite upset with Liam. But good news is he's still on Patreon. He didn't get blocked off of Patreon by good. Patrick Michael. And last I checked, Patrick Michael was up to 39 paid subscribers. I think it's almost tripled Yeah, since we started yeah. promoting his, his Patreon more and, uh, and talking him up. So you're over for that. So, Mike, he just said that it was me and my butt buddies <laughs> Who are making fun of you? Still want to be part of this crew? You still want to- <laughs> Is that, am I to understand that I'm filling in for one of these butt Am I one of the butt buddies now? I don't care for that. I don't know. I have to ask. Uh, I'll defend Patrick. Patrick Michael if it means I get that label taken off me. <laughs> Actually, you should. I mean, you got, you're got in Brendan Schaub's corner. 
You might as well. well Brandon Schaub's a terrific comedian. But. <laughs> <laughs> I have, um, you know, uh, Chad Zumach got really wasted on a, a stream that was eight minutes long this week. And yeah. we're going to talk about that. I had uh, Gonzo Shitcock reached out to me <laughs> and said, I am a fan and I want to come on to defend Chad Zumach. And I said, all right, man, oh. I'll send you a link. You know, that sounds good. And good. Uh, uh, he, he can't do it today, unfortunately, but he did send me a list of the things that he would have said. Had he come on. Now, this is a bizarre sentence to have to say, but is that the same Gonzo shitcock that trolled Eric the Midget back in the day? It sure is, because okay. I, all right, good. it's funny that you asked that question, because I asked it the same question. I go, listen, right. I can't keep up with all the Gonzos out there. <laughs> yeah. Gonzo, are you? And uh, it is the same Gonzo shitcock from uh, the Oscar show. Resume. Yes, and he's he's apparently a Chad fan. He's a, I'm a fan of Chad. So we'll be talking about that in a moment. But first... Let's talk about how Liam, who came on the show and did a great job of breaking down Patty. Let's talk about how fat he is. Okay. <laughs> Patty's got some good jokes every now and again. I bet he's never washed the bottom of his feet. I bet he's never washed the bottom of his feet. There's no fucking way. If you didn't think that was funny the first time, you probably wouldn't have laughed the second time. But <laughs> it's an interesting technique for comedy. <laughs> well, the first time he said it, I was like, maybe sometimes he washes the bottom. Oh, no, there he goes again. <laughs> All right. Now he's talking about the thumbnail that he saw that I made for the show because we're just listening to the audio show. So I had to create a thumbnail. Normally my thumbnails include like the video of what we're watching and all of us kind of watching the video, you know, an actual fucking shot from the video that you're about to watch. So this one, I had to get creative and I had to pull in a photo of of Patty, put him in the middle of us, of the four of us. And he has some observations about that. And then they had to go find a picture from my fucking kill Tony video. Like which one of the, the Clippers was doing that? Who sent that to Carl? He didn't go through and watch the Kill Tony episode to get that fucking screenshot. But you can't tell me that I wasn't still the prettiest motherfucker in the goddamn thumbnail. Let's be honest, folks. Let's be honest. Whoa. What a bunch of trash. I'm trailer trash, but I don't look like y'all. Busted ass boys. Busted ass boys. It's insane. All right. So apparently we're ugly. I just want to point out, though, I make my own thumbnails. All right. I don't have anyone (laughs) making thumbnails for me. I have watched your Kill Tony appearance. Yes. We've talked about it. <laughs> he has such odd specificities. Like, yeah, I know. Just to go back to the first clip where he's like, there's four of them, and one of them was a guest. It's like, why do these things matter to you, Patrick? <laughs> that what doesn't you, make any sense. I don't know if he feels more important because there was a guest on and not just the regular crew. I don't yeah, know. It's confounding. I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck he was talking about the green cactus. Oh. What's the point? I, it's a distraction, I guess. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, every, every magician it's a quality tells, cactus, you what, tells you what to look at. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's about time, Chris. Jesus. <laughs> Patrick, this is a very short video. We have a few clips here, but he does go ahead and admit that he did have a meltdown on the episode. <laughs> Making progress. Who are these podcast fucking uploads? I, ha- I had a meltdown on, on Patreon. On Patreon, sure, I had a meltdown because it's a little bit annoying that these motherfuckers like to go out of their way, steal my content, all right? Because I don't see anybody named Carl, Liam, or the other two fat fucks on the show. I don't see them anywhere on my Patreon, right? It's still exclusive content to the Patreon. It's not supposed to be re-uploaded somewhere else. I'm pretty sure there's laws against that, but I'm no lawyer. Where the fuck is Chico? And you'll be hearing from Michael. But they go Popak out of the way to do that. And I guess it was a meltdown, right? Whatever my meltdown is. Uh, but I think we can all agree that it was. Then, secondly, 
I was right. I was right to feel that way. I was completely in my own sane mind saying, this doesn't make any sense. These motherfuckers have steady played my shit, profited off of me nonstop for years and years and years, and I get nothing for it. The only, for it. The only thing it says is go on his show. That's what I get for it. Invitations. <laughs> well, yeah, then you got to build from there. I, I mean, we've been very clear about what you should be doing and, and how you're doing everything wrong. Yeah, very specific. But also, I can't control his income. I have no control over this. The fact that he's angry, that he's not making money off himself, it's it's stuttering John all over again. People get very upset when you make more money off of them than they make off of them. Yeah, and weren't you kicked off of his Patreon? I tried to give him money. Yeah, yeah okay. Sorry. That's what I was going to ask. Is Was John going through and like blocking patrons? That he felt were enemies or something? Because Patrick Michael blocked you, right? Yeah, and Dr. Steve, although Dr. Steve reached out to me. He was very excited that he has been let back on the Patreon. I guess he wow. was messaging Patrick, and Patrick decided to let him back on and, and accept his money again. That's very open-minded of him. <laughs> I know. It's very big of him. He's a bigger man than that one. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't happy about uh, Dr. Steve's assessment back in the day. Well, I don't think he's ever heard it because he said he's never listened to our show until, oh, right. until now. I, I keep I forgetting. <laughs> Sorry, Roy. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> he was so mad at Dr. Steve for so long. Yeah. And then claimed he never heard it. So I, I was confused about that. Patrick Michaels just has to do reverse customer service where the, everyone's right. like, I know. Take my money, and he's like, "Fine." Yeah, he's the, again. It's, it's another parallel to Chad Zubak yeah. because Chad's been losing people on Patreon, and I know Patrick Melton broke this down. I think you guys were talking about it on yeah. um, Brian Mike Project. So Chad's been sending notes out to people. Uh, you know what I'll talk about when we talk about Chad? Okay, I, I keep getting sidetracked. Let's let's keep this moving. So um, this is so Patty saw our video, was checking it out. And reading the comments underneath the video. I had to go and read the comments. And you think I didn't fucking respond to most of those motherfuckers talk, talking shit? <laughs> I'm not that guy. I'm not some fucking lol cow. All right. Okay. Believe me, no. I've seen real lol cows. I've done some investigating into that. Watched some mini documents <laughs> on YouTube and believe none of that. That. <laughs> okay. I don't care. That's, I think that's one of the craziest things like it's very meta what's happening right now yeah. we're one of my favorite locales explaining how he can't be a local because he's research locales and he ain't it right well it's all it's kind of in a weird way humble of him because he's saying like listen i've watched porcelain before right. and i am no right. porcelain subject pal you think I'm, it'll you take think me I'm, a lot more years to get on there it's like you think i'm christian i haven't even changed my gender yet what are you talking about <laughs> But anyway, I've the, got a long way to go. <laughs> the fact that he said that he was in there responding to comments, I went, what? Yeah. So I would immediately do the video and pull some of my favorite responses. So he's responding from his other YouTube account, Bad Brain Studios. And someone commented about how ugly we all are. And he wrote, bingo. The rest of them look like they live under a bridge and use McDonald's Wi-Fi. <laughs> what? Under the bridge? It, I, I, guess, that far? I guess the Wi-Fi gets to the under the bridge part. I don't know. That's, That's a weird good. one. They're doing things right over there at McDonald's. And then um, Kimbo Nice writes, whenever someone says they don't care, they always care the most. And he responds, then give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, my cat mouse said, same thing happened with Stuttering John. Finding out WATP made something like 10000 a month really messed with his mind. And Bad Brain Studio says, we aren't the same. Okay. Apparently, oh. he's, he is not a lol cow. I mean, usually, Patty's, I mean, he must have just been going rapid fire through all of these. I, I wasn't even able to see them all. Because yeah. usually, he gives a much longer response to this. Oh, and he'll thing. go back. Right. <laughs> uh, then he's like, I'll show you. I'll boost your algorithm. Right. Yeah, right. Good point. <laughs> 
This, by the way, I, I don't post a ton of videos on Patty because he's not as well known as Howard Stern and Stuttering John and mm-hmm. even Chad. But this video has like over 11,000 views on it, which is, I think, the most for any Patrick Michael video. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, go, he might have been, I think he might have been helping us out with this one. Hey. You hear that, buddy? You are a law cat. Yeah, huh? right. <laughs> You're doing it, buddy. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> Gridlow says, oh, man, Patrick's tough talk is even more cringe than Shuley's let's dance, bitch. And he responds with, come find out then, player. <laughs> I, I, again, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves because I'm more talking about other shows than Patrick. Yeah. But I love all these podcasters now that are like, oh, yeah, bitch, you fucking pussy. It's like, we're all pussies. Right. <laughs> we are not fighters. This is not a group of tough men. I'm in my basement behind my microphone yeah. streaming we're on the a, internet. We're all cowards. <laughs> <laughs> This is Kinky Loco is in the chat explaining that what we do is legal under the fair use doctrine. So this gets is very, con- very confusing. <laughs> uh, you can put someone's Patreon, Patreon on. That was hard to say, uh, but you need to clip it and talk about it to make it fair use under copyright. It's, not, it's still it's not fair use if it's behind a paywall and none of these fucking people paid for it. That's where I think it crosses another line. Another line. I don't know what the fuck's happening, guys. Crosses another line. I don't know. I don't know why I said lined. Clip it. <laughs> you got it, buddy. No problem. We're in his head now. Uh-oh. A little something I call unfair use. Yeah, he's literally thinking like stuttering John now, mm-hmm. where he's going, nope, it's not fair use if it's behind my paywall. It's like, why do you think that? <laughs> Have you done any research into this at all? It's, yeah. You're an idiot. And so now Patty doesn't even understand like what transformative means or what fair use means. And you can tell by the way he uses these words in a sentence. If you're required to pay a subscription service for it, like Netflix, how could I go and take it and make it transformative content? It's the same situation, right? You're subscribed to Netflix. You're paying for Netflix Netflix exclusive content. You shouldn't be able to, no matter what the fair use is, take the oh, put it somewhere else, and claim it to be your entertainment. And me, perhaps I need to, I need to read up off to my fucking lawyer. Yeah. yeah, perhaps you do, and also get a faster fucking internet connection. God damn, it's so frustrating to watch his live streams because it's just constantly skipping and stuff like that. So. No matter what the fair use is, was my favorite yeah, like <laughs> sentence in that. Doesn't matter how fair it is. <laughs> I don't care what the fair use is. No. It's an outrage. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't understand his argument. Also, on my Patreon, we've got a new season of Black Mirror going up this week, so <laughs> look out for that. Yeah, so that's a perfect segue to this last clip I have, where the, the people in the chat are trying to help Patty understand how fair use works, and... He comes to the realization here and then bails. At the oh. end of this clip is where this stream ends. Stuttering John tried to do that ages ago. What? Reboot his router? <laughs> Talking to a paywall was a good one. Thank you, Dennis. Uh, he says channels like Red Letter Media take paid movies that are still in theaters, clip them, and talk about them. This is insane. If you're critiquing, yes, you can with Netflix content. Well, fuck me then, right? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the help, guys. Thanks for just letting me know there's nothing we can do besides review the whole fuck. It's stupid. Waste of fucking time. Waste of fucking time. Straight up. Ah, and that was it. He's like, oh, 
Wait, so the transformative by that, you mean like he adds other things to it, doesn't just play it the entire episode all the way through, and that's what makes it, oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I love a guy that blames you for him being wrong. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, fuck you guys then. <laughs> Thanks I thought for I all had your help. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it turns out that I'm the asshole. I'm yeah. I? Whoa, whoa, I see. Now I see what's going on. He's the best. Yeah. This just, I, I have to play this song. It's been a while. And it's so great. The great Adam Thoreau. What an open world this podcast clicking is. Get on the bus, Scotty fucking fuck. I said what an open world this podcast clicking is. Get on the bus, you dirty sock. If you want a guy who's writing solo and doing this shit his own way and happens since the first day, get on the fucking bus. Get on the bus. If you guys enjoy what's happening here, stop supporting this dummy. Don't give him money. Get on the fucking bus. Get on the bus. Dick Masters and Carl. Don't be a cancer. <laughs> These guys got a cool bike just to make friends. Your show, boys. I hope the best for all of you. Outside of that, go fuck yourself. Go fuck each other, actually. If you don't remember, all of those lyrics were things that Patrick Michael yeah. actually said on his show, and Adam <laughs> turned that into a song. And yes, I am asking for more Patrick Michael song parodies. Please keep those coming in. Uh, once we get a good batch of them, we'll we'll start playing them on the show. A fresh so, batch. Yes, I need a fresh batch <laughs> for the show. So please uh, send those in, everybody. We haven't done song parodies in a minute, and I miss it. Oh, I know tell you do too it's it's like our banana break it is we need a banana break <laughs> speaking of bananas it's time to mock zoomock that's right chad did it again now a lot of people have already given their take on this and i have you know anthony talking about it and kevin brennan talking about it the bs show went through all of this and addressed it all i might have a little bit of a different take but let's watch it a little bit. I don't know if I want to watch the whole thing. It's very repetitive. But what happened is Chad does his show that's called Mud Shark Loves Misery. And he starts up five minutes before four and talks to the chat about how he's winning and he's killing it and life's amazing. And then as soon as Mizuno's company goes live, he starts dream sniping it and you know doing the, whatever he does. So this is 3.55 in the afternoon. It's not even 4 p.m. yet. All right. Yeah. And he comes on the show, and he's queerly annihilated. Have, we just, have you seen this yet, Chris? No. Oh, you're in for a treat. Here we are, everybody. How are you? Welcome. Hold on a second. Listen to how he said everybody. Just listen to that. Here we are, everybody. Here we are, everybody. <laughs> he, needs some, he needs to buy some consonants. <laughs> Those are free, Chad. <laughs> How are you? It's 345, Welcome. so as you can imagine, I'm pretty inebriated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is just insane. <laughs> to misery, our mud shark loves misery. Here we are. <laughs> We're doing it. We're feeling good. Things are happening. People are pissed off. I'm your host, They're angry. Kevin Brennan. I mean, off. I'm Chad Zoom. <laughs> yeah, I know. He doesn't even know what show he's on. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's, he's telling me that things are happening, but I don't yeah. know what's happening here. <laughs> All right. We're going to get through a little bit of this. Here we go. Here we are, everybody. How are you? Welcome to Misery. 
All right, Mud Shark loves misery. Here we are. Misery. We're doing it. <laughs> We're feeling good. Things are happening. People are pissed off. They're angry. They're pissed off. They're pointing <laughs> fingers. They're mad. They're doing shows. But we're doing it. We're having fun. We're having a good time. My name is Chad Zumach. How are you? The Mud Shark. Show Mud up. Shark loves misery. How are you? How are you? Welcome. We are on two. He doesn't oh. know how to start the show. I said my name is Carl. How are you? Why is no one answering me? How are you doing? What am I talking to a screen? You think Chad is picturing people around the country saying, We're good, Chad? And yeah. 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 Probably thinks you can hear people yelling from nearby as they're watching a show. YouTube pages. We're doing it. How are you, Flat Cat Jessica? <laughs> That's not a hard username. No. There are some usernames that I get tripped up on. Yeah. Flat Cat Jessica is not one of them. Yeah, there's no numbers or anything. <laughs> right. it's, it's easy. pretty straightforward. He's so drunk, he's I not say... worried about his neighbor yelling at him. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I listen, so uh, obviously I listen to a lot of Richard Ojeda, and he does this as well. Yeah. And I've seen a bunch of podcasts do it, where they do like roll call and they're like, hey, Flat Cat Jessica is here. Who is that for? Oh, dude. Like, is there, is there any listener that's like, oh, I was wondering who else was in the chat today. Don't even get me started, because Cardiff does that shit, and I think he does it as like a joke, considering John would always do it, but it's not funny. That's fine, yeah. No, it's not. If, if it goes on for <laughs> seven and a half minutes, it's, it's wasting everyone's fucking time. <laughs> but Cardiff, if Cardiff's trolling people by doing it, then that makes it fun. These people are, I feel like Chad's doing it like, to be inclusive to the audience or something? I don't get it. Yeah, I, I think Opie has always done it too. To like, he need, feels he needs to acknowledge people right. for them to watch them. So he'll be like, the first one in the Facebook yeah. is. You're like, who cares? Yeah, they think it's like having your name read on television in right. 1968 or something. <laughs> but it's like, no, 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 I typed my name in. It's not weird to me that you read it. <laughs> they think that you had a birthday on the Bozo show or something. Like, yeah! <laughs> yeah! That's what I was thinking. <laughs> People are making their predictions right now. They're like, what's going on with the Z-Man? Is he cool? Is he mad? Is he angry? Is he drunk? <laughs> Bring it! I don't care! <laughs> first off, yeah. And the answer is all of that. <laughs> was it like the first three of those things, emotions? Yeah, all the same thing. <laughs> Am I angry? Yeah. Am I in a good mood? Am I drunk? What? Yeah. <laughs> People are making Am their I predictions. Am I drunk? Am I a liar? Am I a thief? <laughs> Am I awake? <laughs> At all at this point, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. He looks like a guy who doesn't care at all and doesn't give a fuck, especially because he <laughs> says it about 20 more times during this live show, so you know. You yeah. guys are sheep. Okay, okay. <laughs> he's already lost me here. Yeah. We're a minute in, and he's calling out the people who are watching him. <laughs> like, these are your fans, Chad, theoretically. You guys are sheep. <laughs> What's he talking about? That's, that's a, go watch a Blind Mike Project. That's how I start every episode. Where I'm like, well, 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 you showed up again, huh? Yeah, hey, look at these cocksuckers. <laughs> I knew <he'd> be back. <laughs> at this point, what am I doing? Who am I? Where am I at? Oh, I no. don't know. We'll see. Who's he, David Bird? We're doing what we're doing. Is that the right name? There's no... People are like sending me messages. They're like, "Oh my god, there's a hierarchy. There's a, well, where's his arc at? Where's he going?" It's in my narrative. Like, huh? Does he know what hierarchy means? He doesn't. 
Are we in act three of the hierarchy? Are we in act two? It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What do you mean? That, like a Seinfeld bit where he's like, hierarchy? Where's the arc? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever. Who cares? I'm on Noah's hi- hierarchy. <laughs> what about lowerarchy? <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Thank you for having me in your life. I appreciate it. What? This is not real life, people. <laughs> I know people like, oh my, you're so invested in what we're doing. And this is like um, Billy goes to the dentist or whatever that video was. Like, is this real life? That's how <laughs> wasted Chad is. Like, he's not sure. So, this is my take on it. I don't. Hear, I haven't heard anyone else say this, but I'm going to throw it out there. This is not just drunk. There's probably alcohol involved here. This is pills. Mm. Now, I could be wrong. I'm speculating. I'm just, this is based on what I'm observing and how I've seen other people act because he's so slow with his thinking, his motor skills. And I get it. Obviously, alcohol can do that to you. But at four in the afternoon? Yeah. He would have had to start five hours ago. <laughs> right. And I, I think, and, and Kevin, I think, even said that it's it's vodka, just drinking straight vodka. But I don't think that's the case. This is what happens to people who take pills because it creeps up on you. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. You'll be like, all right, I'm going to start my live stream. Ah, feeling good. I'm going to talk about how I don't care. Everything's going great. And then like, blah, 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 blah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So you're just like fucking out of it. You're like talking in slow motion. This is a guy who I think is mixing pills and alcohol. That's my take. It's interesting that you took it that way. Because when I watched it and he said, none of this is real. I was like, am I in purgatory? Where am I? What is this? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if he's talking about the simulation, then yeah, maybe he's right. Maybe he's onto something. We're, we're we're angry. We're mad. This is not real life. It's not. We're fucking around. That is so hopeful. This isn't real life, right? No, no, Chad. This actually is your real life. Yeah. For real. This is your life. Fuck. I'm not. I'm, the crazy thing is I'm not even humiliating myself. <laughs> he's going to hypnotize us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the funniest guy you've ever seen. I'm a hilarious comic. We're having fun. Yeah. I appreciate that I'm on two. That should be a drop, by the way. Monetized. <laughs> what, I'm having fun? Yeah. Okay. D- duly noted. YouTube channels. I appreciate that. Hold on. What did he just but say? We're having fun. I appreciate that I'm on two monetized YouTube channels. I appreciate Ooh. that. But. I don't care uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> if you think anything else. I really don't. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I believe you that you're on two monetized YouTube channels. The problem is there's 500 people who will ever see this, and right. most of them are through other shows. Well, I have a couple questions. First of all, two monetized YouTube channels. I, so I listened to this. Yeah. What is the benefit of that? Because to me, it seems like you're just cutting each channel in half. Well, I think it's because he lost his first channel with the strikes that Kevin gave him. So he's excited right. to have that back. Why broadcast at the same time on both of them? That's a good question. That doesn't seem yeah, like a smart, smart strategy. Right. That'd be like if I was a company and I had three different website URLs and I went to different websites. <laughs> it's more than one. You know the websites I have. I'm killing it over here. Yeah. They just need the one. Well, that, that, it, no, it's not that actually. Because if it were YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook or something, right. then I'd be like, okay, he's get, casting a wide net. He's getting different audiences. Yeah. He's like, hey, I'm on YouTube and YouTube. <laughs> I don't even care which YouTube you're watching, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
But also, like, if you're if if you haven't seen this video, you're like, oh, obviously, Carl took a lot of this out of context because some big fight has been started that he's addressing. All no, right. Chad walks in and is like, hey, it's a great day, and fuck you guys. Yeah, that's a good point. There is no context. I don't know what's going on. Where he's like, people are speculating. Am I angry? Am I pissed? Am I annoyed? Yeah. Am I in a bad mood? Why? Why are you saying these things? Anyways, here we are. We're doing it. We're gonna. About to watch, um, are we? Uh, the show, <laughs> have fun with it. Which one? Blah blah blah. <laughs> Let me X out of this. This is fun. <laughs> oh, beef. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Ray DeVito. Ray DeVito. Here we go. The mud shark in his natural habitat. <laughs> That's how they communicate with each other. Oh my it's god. You guys are fucking great. I love it. It's too funny. All of it's too funny to me. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's all brilliant. <laughs> oh my god, you know what I just realized? Holy shit. How did I not think about this sooner? So you know, because he just moved his head. You saw the poster in the background where he painted the black eye on himself. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what an idiot. He did the wrong eye. It's because he's looking in the fucking mirror all the time. So he's so fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> wow. I just realized how stupid this guy is. Holy shit. Well, if it isn't death, come on. <laughs> all right. We're having fun. Things are happening. Um, Where do we start? I don't know. Either way, I have this going oh, on that's fine right that's right he's got new merchandise and he spelled it wrong <laughs> it's zumak mania instead of zumaka mania because he's going with the wrestling because it's hulkamania it, whatever <laughs> <laughs> everyone's zumak maniac that's what it should be one's coming after <laughs> me that's fine keep coming it's fine everyone that's coming after me i don't care i i can give a fuck i Whoa! What's he reacting to? There's nothing on the screen. Oh, five bucks. Love you, Chad. Okay. Maybe that's what he's freaking out about. Hey. You know a guy who's in a perfect you know a guy is in a perfect state mentally when he's in a room alone arguing with his demons. <laughs> yeah. I, there's fucking nothing wrong with me. Could could you imagine, Mike? Imagine so he deleted this. Thankfully, somebody preserved it for us. But imagine going back and watching this. I would immediately seek help. Yeah. This is like literally. Well, <laughs> this is so I, bad. Uh, I we did a, a live show in the early days of the Kirk Minahan show. And I was a guy who thought I could drink on podcasts and be fine. Mm -hmm. And I did and made a fool of myself oh, and boy. was horribly embarrassed. And I haven't drank on a podcast since because I was so embarrassed by the experience. I didn't love, and I kind of thank God for that because otherwise I see that I could have gotten to 50 years old right. and been arguing with myself in a chat room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I had a, a similar thing with uh, weed and playing uh, a rock show and uh, not knowing what key the song was in and playing completely wrong. I'm like, I'm never doing this again. This was 
humiliating and I'll never do that. Right. And Chad just went through this a month ago oh, yeah. where he humiliated himself by being wasted on his stream. But that was an experiment. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> we'll get <laughs> 14 comments on this. Well, and the results yeah. are positive, Chris. <laughs> right. <laughs> this time I thought I'd take two Vicodin. Oh, man. <laughs> He's just staring Channel at me. $55, $5. I love you, Chad. I haven't. Am I saying the right thing? Did he call that saying channel the right thing? 55? Shh, what an idiot. <laughs> he cannot read. Channel 555. <laughs> come on. Oh. It's Giannelli. I'm getting messages on Facebook right Giannelli now. 55. If you're on Facebook, come over to YouTube. Thank you for listening and watching and all that. Great. Thank you. Hit subscribe. That's Maybe great. Maybe you can read those messages. <laughs> People are telling you you're humiliating yourself. <laughs> yeah. Chad's drunk as fuck. <laughs> I don't care. I, I don't, it doesn't matter. It does, none of this matters. My thing is, is like, I don't, like, you guys are invested in this. All right. If he doesn't care and none of this matters, then why is he doing it in the first place? <laughs> What's even the point of this? Is he contractually obligated to do this or something? Right. There's no good answer. There's no good answer yeah, for if, that. If it's a hobby, dude. Right. Get, it, this all ends with us saying, get some help. Yes. No, this is going to be like Joaquin Phoenix on Letterman. We're going to learn that the documentary is about us. Right. <laughs> You're sending me messages like I'm like, I don't I don't care. Don't going back to the wrestling analogy, because a lot of people say that, you know, Chad's a big wrestling fan and, and this is all like uh, a work. And uh, there was a guy, Scott Hall, was a big fan of of his uh, Razor Ramon. But when he was Scott Hall in WCW, they had the storyline going where he was wasted. And he'd come down to the ring and he'd be stumbling around and like at one point he like puked or something. But the irony is, is that he actually was a raging alcoholic in real life, and he ended up dying from it. So it's one of those things where, yeah, this is all work, but actually, no, but Chad actually does like to get this drunk every day. So it's, you know what I mean? I oh, this isn't his day off. <laughs> don't give a fuck. I really don't. Ian Hawk has so much money to spend. Are you going to mod Gina, right? All the mods are gone. The mods are gone. Okay, so this is another funny thing that's going on. Chad started letting people be his moderator, like Gina Bobina, I think Ian Hawk. I don't know. But then I, I guess, and this is what I heard, I don't know. I guess they were blocking people who were donating money who were actually fans of Chad. So Chad just trusts these people to help mod his chat room. And then they're just fucking him over and getting rid of people who are actually paying him money. So now I assume Chad- mod was code for friends and family when he was like, the mods are gone. Yeah. <laughs> Mada and fada. Yeah. <laughs> the support group is gone. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've getting rid of mods and hope. You're a moderator. You're gone. Existed. What? <laughs> gone existed. You're done. Gone existed. Okay, now you're I done. get it. Cut nuggets. I don't care what anyone says. Uh-huh. <laughs> Willie knows he's a member. Mod free. I'm I'm loving the chat right now. You guys are great. There's no moderators. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Say whatever you want. Wow. (laughs) 
He's, he's, he's really expressing his freedom here. He doesn't seem to be loving the chat. Chad, if you're drunk, admit it. I'm glad Chad we'll is finally taking the governor off the internet so we can say what <laughs> know, we want. Right? Yeah. He, goes, he goes, I'm loving the chat. You can say whatever you want. And then all of a sudden his face went very dour. And he was just yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> all right, not whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, that means stuff. Have some decorum. <laughs> so there's there's Gonzo, who would have been on our show today. I gave him a, I gave him a link. But uh, he says, Chad, if you're drunk, admit it. And we'll donate more. <laughs> right. Fair enough. Whatever you want, it's the internet. Who cares? I'm on two YouTube channels I, right now. You know, I, I want to point this out, too, because it's very easy to say, like, the internet's not real life. And in a lot of ways, I agree with that. But what he's doing is live streaming with video from his apartment. Mm-hmm. All of that is real life. Yeah. It's, it's like saying you're watching a news broadcast. Well, that's on TV. That's not real. It's like, well, no, there actually is a war. That's actually video footage of a war that's happening in Europe right now. You can't right. just say, well, it's TV. You know, who gives a shit? Like, no, I get Star Wars isn't real. But this, what I'm watching right here is real. This is real life. Uh, maybe maybe I'm fixated on the wrong thing here, but he keeps bragging about this two YouTube channels. We need to get on three YouTube channels to beat this motherfucker. <laughs> I know. It's so insane that that's his thing. I don't get it. I'm broadcasting on my old backup and my main. So if you think I'm drunk, if you don't think I'm drunk, that's fine. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm doing stuff differently. <laughs> yeah, wrong. Do whatever you yeah, want. That's I don't different. care. <laughs> Shout Think out to Tommy. <laughs> He's a member. If you're over on the old YouTube channel, come over to the new one. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. There's a reason why 272 people are watching this. It's- yeah, because you're humiliating yourself. That's why. <laughs> He's the Steve Jobs of podcast. <laughs> because they want to see what's happening next. And that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I will be in Columbus, Georgia tomorrow. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. traveling. Oh, no. I won't be broadcasting. And then on Saturday, I'll be in Destin. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh oh. Should have written this Fort down. Col- oh. uh. Fort Walton, Florida, right next to Destin. The These don't handle. feel like real places. <laughs> I've never heard a comic talk about Columbus, Georgia, or <laughs> Dustin. Or is there a name of a club, or is he just <laughs> passing through? I'm going to Columbus. Don't get too excited, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll be at the truck stop for two minutes. <laughs> at the block. How are you? Good to see you. <laughs> Life is good. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. You guys are angry. You guys are like, what the fuck is going on? You're mad. I'm having fun. Yeah, you're killing it. Yeah. This is not bad. This is fun, right? <laughs> Who are you asking? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, you want our help now, someone writes. <laughs> All right, this guy's an asshole. Either way, whatever. I don't I think he just blocked someone, didn't yeah. he say? You can write whatever you want. Yeah. And then the ghost of Mr. P and Chad's stepdad for two bucks. Chad, you want our help now? <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> I mean, he's literally offering help. Chad's like a guy on an uncomfortable date right now. He's like, You're having fun, right? This is fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. You're right. <laughs> fun you want, is what we're having. You probably want to know what's going to happen next, right? Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> All right, this guy's an asshole. Either way, whatever. I don't care. Here we are. We're doing it. Once <laughs> Kevin's show starting. Sign up to the Patreon. The old show from tomorrow is on. 
for more it's of up. this. The it's old, happening. The Cook old show from, from tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my God. He's <laughs> friends with Tommy. <laughs> A real Tarantino <laughs> timeline here. I know. <laughs> that old show. I never thought this the guy future. would invent time travel. I, I <laughs> would not have guessed that. Yeah. Wow. Go starting. Sign up to the Patreon. The old show from tomorrow is on. It's up. It's happening. It's cooking. Yeah. We're doing it. By the way, this is a new show from yesterday, in case anyone was wondering. It's the opposite. <laughs> I love all of this. This is great. Bring it on. No moderators, by the way. There's no moderators, so say whatever you want. <laughs> Just don't be mean. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> I will get my feelings hurt. Nobody cares. <laughs> Your anonymous name. Everything about you is not working. It's not. Ooh. This guy's getting blocked because he's saying <laughs> bad words. Oh. Come on, Chad. You can't say there's no moderator. You can do whatever you want. They go, this guy's getting blocked. Say whatever you want, except for that. <laughs> and this sad, that one. Holy shit, that's the funniest thing he's ever said. So, without further ado. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Right. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. We are having it. Mud Shark Army. Oh, that's where it ends. <laughs> All right. Let's watch Kevin's reaction. I mean, people were talking about it in the chat at MLC that day, but Kevin didn't see it until the next day. And now Kevin's going to react to having seen it. How drunk. How drunk. What? Yeah, I watched that yesterday. That was really. Here's, here, it's like you can't, you couldn't teach a guy to be that big of an imbecile. And I, I know I'm going to get sued for saying this. I'm, I'm, I'm lawyered up, as they say. But watching that motherfucker, he acting like his Wi-Fi was bad or his power went out. Thank yeah. you, whoever. Uh, I think Salt of Lance put up the YouTube thing, and and it's it's from from when he when he went on. He's bragging about both his channels are monetized. I think they were both up at the same time. Too. He goes, they're both monetized, and they're both. He goes, I'm streaming live on both channels, and they're both monetized. And then he, and then you can tell he was drinking vodka because he was sipping out of like a water uh, canteen, uh, ca- canteen, whatever the fuck they call it, a little water bottle. And he was taking little sips. I mean, you drink water, you don't take little baby sips. You take like a regular sip, but you tell he was like taking little vodka sips. But the fact that he was like bragging about, you know, his chat, his there was no moderators in his chat. Everyone go for it. And then all of a sudden he's clearly drunk. He kept saying, I, I don't, this is not real life. I don't care. People are saying that I'm drunk. I, I don't care. So he's clearly drunk. He's, I'm not a, I'm not a fucking uh, cop. But he was drunk, and then Danny blames it on the Wi-Fi, and the power's out. And then this morning, I guess he realized uh, he didn't make any Super Chats yesterday. So then he tried to do a live stream, I guess, from his car where he's driving to an imaginary gig. <laughs> and uh, that didn't work out either. He's like, Hold, that lasted like 10 seconds. I put that up on my Twitter. They're both up on my Twitter. <laughs> okay. What you heard there is that Chad, 20, 25 minutes after... He ended that stream, tweeted out that both uh, his power and his Wi-Fi went down, 
which I don't know if he knows anything about Wi-Fi, but if your power goes out, your Wi-Fi will also go down. So you could just stop sure. at power. That would have been <laughs> that would have been enough for me to be like, oh, okay, that's why I can't stream anymore because of that. But there's more to that tweet. This is the tweet that he put out, and he has since deleted it. So you can find this tweet from uh, uh, someone that I follow called Chad's Deleted Tweets at Oil Can Loser. <laughs> and so Chad tweeted out, Wi-Fi and electricity are out right now. Keep drinking the Kool-Aid. Subscribe. I'll jump once it's restored. This Kool-Aid thing is what's bizarre. We all just witnessed how wasted you were, how you couldn't even talk, and you're yeah, screaming, I don't care. Kool-Aid. <laughs> right, but but he, what he's trying to say, I think what he's trying to say here is that like there's a narrative that, that I'm putting out there and Kevin Brennan and all these people and, and these people are sheep or just drinking the Kool-Aid yeah. who believe it's like, no, no, we're just watching you fail miserably at life. That's why we think that, Chad. So. Also, maybe ask yourself, like, <laughs> if my Wi-Fi went out, no one would question it. <laughs> right, yeah, maybe right. ask yourself why you're in a position in life where people are like, you're fucking lying, Chad. <laughs> well, okay. So this is Kevin addressing that tweet. So I guess he passes out because he he only did, I guess, like whatever time we started, he only did like two minutes. And then at 424, he tweeted that, uh, keep drinking the Kool-Aid. I don't even know who he's talking about. He's the only one drinking anything. (laughs) Is he, when he says, uh, when he says Kool-Aid, he's talking about Tito's. I don't even know what the fuck's going on. So, so he keeps, he's saying like, yeah, listen, keep drinking a Kool-Aid. Yeah, I was drunk, right. I, w- I would never drink during the day. But uh, then he didn't do it. He didn't do anything, and now his tweets are private. I didn't do a show until this morning. But keep drinking a Kool-Aid, everybody. Yeah, I was drunk. The Wi-Fi went out <laughs> because the power went out. And then everyone's sending me these charts of, like, there were no power outages in the greater Tampa area yesterday. One person or something like that, but it was him. No, but like, yeah. yeah one person, what are the odds? So one building that was out was Chad's. I'm like, so this is hysterical because Chad's so bad at lying. He always picks things yeah. that can be disproven, right. like going to the hospital. hospital. And, and I was, So check this out. This is what somebody did some research on. <laughs> so Pirate Task Force on Twitter. 387,000 people living in Tampa. Only one reported power outage for the entire day. The lengths this guy goes to, and he actually has the graphic right there that shows the powder, power outage information. Nowhere near where Chad lives, by the way, I'll point out. So it's just fucking hysterical. He just keeps tripping over himself. <laughs> well, he doesn't care, and the internet isn't real, so... No repercussions. The other tweet that he put out, which is menacing, is shout out to FriendlyFirearmsPCB.com for selling me my first handgun. I'm looking forward to shooting ShootersWorld.com. Hashtag God bless. See you soon. Yeah. It's good that someone saw that video and was like, this guy should be armed. (laughs) (laughs) What is this thing now where he's pretending that he could actually legally own a handgun? I know Florida's different. Oh, true. Different. That's a good point, too. There's no fucking way in hell this this <laughs> convict is going and buying a handgun. It doesn't make it doesn't have any money for one either, so that doesn't make any fucking sense. And then I guess somebody was saying that because of how firearm sales work, you can look up and see who's made purchases at stores. I guess that's public record. So somebody was like, yeah, I checked and no one named Chad Zubak bought a gun at the <laughs> store. Maybe you picked the wrong store. Maybe it's a different store you went to, Chad. Oh. It's like, Jesus Christ, these lies. What are you doing? 
It's all so fucking bizarre to me. It's weird. And then, you know, what's weird to me, too, is that, like, I've kind of wanted to talk about this because I've seen on, like, you know, Reddit and Twitter and everything, these back and forth where, like, oh, you know what made me notice it is that I pulled a clip from that Patrick Melton show. Because the last time I heard of Patrick Melton, him and Chad were, like, buddies. Right. And th- then he did, like, a couple of hours on how much he hates Chad now. What I can't stand about these guys is, like, they think they're Howard Stern. Like, Chad always talks about how, you know, I'm creating drama. It's like, yeah, but Howard wasn't, like, one day buddies with Imus. And, like, no, we're, we're, we're doing a show together. And then the next day, like, I hate you. It's like they just change shit every day for the sake of podcast drama or something. It's very annoying, frankly. Yeah, it's, in fact, Anthony had Jim Florentine on. And they were talking about that specifically. Because Opie and Anthony had their beefs with Howard Stern and other radio guys. And... Uh, yes, it can evolve over time. Like, if you guys have yes. a common enemy, then you might team up with another show or something like that. For I mean, sure. s- similar to how MLC and I are now cool, and I was being bashed on there for over a year, and now, you know, I go on there and everything. So, this is Jim Florentine. Finally, because this is the thing that everyone goes to. It's just like, well, Jim likes him. Jim thinks Chad yeah. is cool. Uh oh. So, this happens. Chad's uh, wasted on his show. And Jim's a guest on Anthony's show, and Anthony goes, oh, you're not going to like this one. I have to play this video. So we're going to get uh, Florentine's take here. Uh, but I don't think he he's letting people know he's drunk. I think he thinks he's covering very well. Uh, and, and I don't think he is, though. I think he's very drunk here. And, uh, you know, it's funny because he's drunk. But <laughs> he's not really putting anything out there except being drunk. Which is funny. So again, so he never. Yeah, I don't. You know, he, look, he could be. Who knows with Chad? He's devious. I know. I he know. could be like, listen, man, people. You know, let me put this out there and watch everybody comment on it because yeah, they're talking yeah. to me now. I'll come back and they're going to watch what I'm going to say to it. Right. So I mean, it, it could be that. It could be. It could be. But or he could yeah. just say, hey, you know, because I know he did one. I guess he said he put a Twitter poll up. Right. And he's like, should I do a drunk? And he did one drunk. And he said it was a mess or whatever like that. So yeah, he, I think he passed out on that one. Right. Right. It's kind of funny. Yeah. See, that's funny. I mean, I'll give him that. Right. Uh, but <laughs> it was funny when Artie Leg did it years ago on the Howard Stern show. He's stealing his bits. You know, just a little more. A little more. <laughs> all right. So you just heard Jim Fortey. He's like, maybe he's acting. Maybe this is all part of this grand scheme. That right. Chad is up to humiliating himself because he knows he'll get more eyeballs watching him with his amazing act that he has. I'm like, really, Jim? Do you think that's even in the realm of possibilities? Well, here's my assumption about like Florentine because I know Chad loves that defense. Is like, well, Jim Florentine likes me and he's a nice guy. Yep. But it's like my assumption is because I've had friends like this over the years where it's like you can kind of see the way what they do to other people and things. But you're like, you know, I have a good relationship with the guy. I have no reason to trash him, but I see he is kind of a scumbag. Wow. So I assume Jim looks at Chad like, hey, he seems like kind of a bag of shit. I have no reason to disown him, really. But, like, I get what he is, you know? So, Mike, that's a perfect segue once again. We really have oh, some man. chemistry, you and I. Some chemistry oh, going my God. on. <laughs> because at the end of this, Jim explains their friendship. And why? Oh, like, Jim has to explain why he's friendly with Chad Zumach. And he's like, he's like, listen, I, Chad opens for me whenever I'm performing in Florida, which isn't even very often. I don't even see the guy right. that much. But I thought this was a pretty funny explanation 
Very similar to what you're saying. Should be happy for him. People are always like, why would you even hang out with that guy or talk? Look, you know, I don't hang out with him because I don't. He lives in Florida. I live here. But yeah. I've always been attracted to people that not attracted in a gay sense, <laughs> not in that way, not in the Bud Light sense, right? <laughs> but just that, like uh, people with problems. Why do I, Why do you think me and Jim Norton started together? Well, of course, yes. Yeah, you know, Rich Voss, I got attracted to. You know yes. what I mean? Like I love guys like that. There's another guy, Zool, that used to fucking. It was a comic that we'd bring. A, he goes, I just had a newborn baby. And and he shit his pants and he have a diaper and him and his wife would make up chocolate pudding oh, the night before. He goes, I'm, hey, look, he just shit his pants. You want me to eat it? And he would freaking start eating it out of the smash it on his face and walk off stage. I like guys like that. Another guy, Wayno Drano, used to puke at the end of his act. Just freaking <laughs> puke into a box and walk yeah, off stage. Yeah. I like guys like closer. that. It is a good closer. Yeah. People so, remember it. So I don't know. I just I got a guy that still to this day, if someone passed out at a party, he'll stick his finger in his ass all the way in there and give him crack finger. He calls, puts it under his nose like a smelling. Holy shit! Oh yeah, and it's fucking the whole room reeks. Wow, that's it's like he didn't even. Bad. It's like he didn't even wipe his ass. It smells that bad. <laughs> and then if someone doesn't wake up, he'll rub it on their gums. Oh my god! So I love that the explanation yeah. by Jim Florentine of why he likes Chad. He's just like I have even shittier friends than this guy. I have friends who do ridiculous, horrific things that are antisocial in every single way. So, yeah. of course, I like Chad. Yeah. And I can already tell you, Chad's going to cling to the Jim Norton, Rich Voss angle of that comparison. Yeah. But what I will be thinking of is that the list dropped rapidly to a guy that eats his own shit or whatever he was describing. Yeah, the prop comics that he Zool. was describing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this guy that, that pukes on stage. You know, and I like Chad, too. <laughs> so bizarre. So the other thing we were going to talk about is the fact that Chad has been sending out messages to people who haven't been renewing their Patreon. And I know yeah, this, this is what I talked you about. You covered yeah. this on the Blind Mike Project and uh, Patrick Melton was reading it. But what's crazy about this is that Chad's like sending out emails to these people and saying, hey, listen, man, if you can come back and support, I got a lot of great shows coming up. We got a lot of things in the works. You're going to you're going to love it. And he brings up in that email that Tim Dillon makes $225,000 a month on Patreon. It's crazy. Why does he keep bringing that up that has nothing to do with you, Chad? He's like, I, I don't know. This is the mentality of losers. They go, that guy's a comic. He makes a fortune. I'm a comic. I make nothing. How is this possible? Yeah, I've never once. I have uh, slightly fewer listeners than Joe Rogan, but I've never thought anyone should stop listening to Joe right. to ca- ca- help me catch up to him. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> All right, so I'll read to also you. Also, that you owe him that for yeah. some reason. It's not just that. Like, oh, Tim Dillon has more subscribers. Help me catch him. It's more like, hey, you kind of owe this to me because, like, I, I'm i doing it myself. Tim Dillon has all this money and I don't. So, like, you should kind of feel bad for leaving. Yeah, that's the part that I don't I don't understand the connection of those two things. Right. It'd be like if you were the janitor and you complain to your supervisor. You're like, do you know how much money the CEO makes? Way more than I make. They're like, well, yeah, I mean... There's a reason for that. So we're at the same company. What do you mean? <laughs> right. How am I not making the same amount of money? Well, people don't. I mean, that's the thing that Chad doesn't understand is people don't like l- type in Patreon.com and spin a wheel and whatever right. Patreon they land on, they have to subscribe to. <laughs> if Tim Dillon like worked hard, built up an audience. He's a funny guy and got all those subscribers. Yeah, it's it almost, wasn't an accident. You're right. It's almost like he thinks about it like it's a charity or something. Yeah. You're like, this guy has all the money he needs. Stop giving money to him. It's like, no, I subscribe to Tim Dillon because I want to hear his bonus content. That's why I do right. that. It's, I enjoy his bonus shows. Yeah, Tim Dillon, do you ever get drunk on your Patreon and pass out? Because that's what I'm subscribing <laughs> that's, to. That's what I want to see. <laughs> I want to see a guy who doesn't know the name of his show. 
when he, <laughs> when he starts off his podcast. That's what I'm looking for. All right, so Gonzo, he says, below are a few talking points for hashtag Chad Nation in case it matters. So this is what he would have said if he had come on, our buddy Gonzo okay. Shitcock. Uh, Chad's a performer getting shit-faced before it's lunchtime and live streaming. The great Kumia country hoax emailing his Patreons after they quit. It's all amazing theater, and he has created a world of entertainment for the masses. Now, Okay, so the defense is it's funny to watch. <laughs> right, so him humiliating himself is enjoyable. I agree. Yeah. I'm I'm loving it. So we're all on the same side. We're so all on the same page with that. The idea though that whatever happened that got him to get a black eye and then make up that story, the idea that he did that for the benefit of Kevin and Bob and Miserable's company is a bold-faced lie. He's not that calculated. But oh, even yeah. even if he is or charitable. Even if he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even if he is like we said about Bobby Lee, it's like, oh, yeah, no, you can tell a lie and it could make good drama and good theater and it could be interesting and it could be a, a storyline that lasts a while that we all want to follow. But then once we realize you're a liar, it's not interesting anymore because the right. next time we're going to be like, oh, this is like the black eye story. It's just bullshit. Well, right, because he had a bike accident not too long ago and he was in the hospital and he was he was sending out messages on Patreon from the hospital. And I couldn't find a single person who believed that to be true. And he says he bought a handgun. There's no photo of the handgun. He just tags some companies in there. It's like no yes. one believes anything he's saying anymore. So it's a, it's a huge waste of time on his part. For me, it's entertaining because I can't believe someone's such a fucking pathological asshole that this is all they do is just fucking make up lies and think it's going to start things are going to turn around for them. Yeah, and you notice the hospital thing and the gun thing; those aren't getting the same clicks, the same views, the same attention right. as the black eye story because it came after that. We all know what he's doing. Was the black eye real? life because that was down the internet did he even have a black guy was that makeup were they doing makeup oh, on it, was, him? it wasn't don't you know it's radio he was in radio don't you understand yeah he, he understands radio all right <laughs> number two chad's not really a drunk he just likes getting drunk all right well i'm with you on that too okay. number three chad has good hair i disagree disagree with that he mostly wears ball i can't caps. weigh in on that one all right I think he's thinking of producer Chris when he says that. <laughs> okay. I think, uh, number four, I, you can tell he's already running out of things. But number three is he has good hair. Yeah, he's like he's like I'll argue on behalf of Chad. And by the third number four, one, he, number four is just Florida. Yeah. There's no explanation. <laughs> yeah, right. He drinks Tito's, not uh, Absolute. Yeah. Have you seen his skin complexion? It's not bad for a guy his age. Uh, number four, Chad makes every show instantly better when he's on or discussed. I don't know about that. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true either. I mean, disgust maybe can make an argument for that, but Chad being on a show ruined my show twice. Yeah, and he's not. And I don't even agree with disgust because he's not such an interesting character that anyone talking about him would be interesting. Right. It's not Suttering you know John. I mean? like, right. Suttering John. Literally, if you play a clip of him on your show, your show is now better than it was yes, before. <laughs> that I agree with. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then he says, number five: when Chad lies, he does so with intent and purpose. He is efficient with his lies, and I. 100% disagree with that, sir, because if that were the case, and he's bad at that, he's bad at lying, but he's also bad at making up things to lie about. It doesn't help. It's not helping him. Like Mike said, it's not helping him anymore. Getting in a bike accident didn't get him any sympathy. It didn't increase his Patreon. So I'm not, I'm not going along with that, but he goes, okay, I ran out of things, but you get the gist. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I hate to call out the great Gonzo shitcock. Right. It seems like he's really more on our side than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, he understands that it's a spectacle, and he enjoys the spectacle of it. Yeah. And, and I do, too, to some degree. It's get, it's wearing a little thin. 
But uh, no, I get it. All right. Yeah, but if that's what being a fan of Chad's is, then yeah, I'm a fan. Well, okay, that's a good point. <laughs> right. Because even the people who enjoy his stuff wanted to actively ruin his life. They're rooting for him to continue ruining his life. Well, it's on brand. (laughs) (laughs) Precisely. Well, you know, it's like we we talked about this on WATS, that Delete Laws guy. We realized we assumed it was all people trolling him. And then we realized through the comments that people are like, oh, this is great advice. Thank you. Yeah. But Chad Chad doesn't have that, I don't think. I don't think there's that because you just heard his staunch defense where the guy is like, he's a drunk. It's funny. Who cares? (laughs) I know. Wasn't wasn't a great defense there, Gonzo. You have to come on sometime (laughs) when you have uh, some time and explain that to us. Okay. I know we're running long. We've been through a lot of things. But listen, I haven't done a regular episode in a little while, and there's a lot to get to, including including this. I wish I get skunk fart in there. I keep forgetting to update that uh, drop. Is it too late? <laughs> Maybe you can make a note. Make oh, a note of that for the next time. You got it. All right. So Opie is uh, doing his live stream. This is just um, the other morning because you can see there's a lot of smoke outside. Very smoky in New York City. Very bad air quality. Thanks a lot. Cardiff Electric. <laughs> I blame Cardiff for yeah. this. Yeah. You know, he, he he claims he has a VPN and he's in Minnesota, but I'm not buying it anymore. I'm starting to think that guy's in Canada. He does have a lot of irons in the fire. It would make sense. It would make sense. Somehow. Yes. And he has a lot of time on his hands, too, somehow. <laughs> Both things happening at the same time. Um, <laughs> so Opie gets asked a question from Nicholas Gurr. Mm. <laughs> we know whose side that guy's on. <laughs> and uh, I just want you, I don't know if I'm just going to let this play. I might. It's about Steel Toe, but... Listen how Opie just gets revved up. And it's not like he's going back and forth with someone. This is just him revving himself up more and more and more over just a single question. In the smoke content, Aldo says, Jesus, Aldo. Why is that funny? Yeah. Well, Loving the smoke content. He's like, ah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, edgelord. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now. Good stuff. Let's let's move on. Um, Steel, Steel Toast said it was just uh, distasteful of you to put a pickup of the sheik after he pissed himself. Uh, Steel Toe is a, is a whiny little baby. So let me put some context around this. Basically, the Iron Sheik just passed away. I couldn't believe he was still alive. I had no idea. <laughs> but the Iron Sheik just passed away. And so what Opie did is he tweeted out, rest in peace, with the famous photo of them at the Opie and Anthony show in the studio where he had pissed himself during the show. And Opie's pointing at his crotch that's all wet. So I don't see anything wrong with that, to be honest with you. I don't care about it either, yeah. honestly. I, I, I mean, Aaron Sheik's hilarious, but he was a buffoon. And, um, you know, Aaron, I watched Aaron's take on this. And Aaron's like, well, if you're trying to be funny, be funny. But if you're trying to say, you know, if, if you're eulogizing the guy, then don't use that. I'm like, I don't care. And whatever. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it a, I mean, that was a moment on the show. That, like, yeah. If you think of the Iron Sheik and Opie, that's the moment you think of. Of course. I guess. So it makes sense that Opie would tweet that. Of course. He claims to be an Opie and Anthony fan. He obviously isn't an Opie and Anthony fan. He has no idea of the history of the picture. He's just a guy trying too hard that doesn't have much to to talk about, so he has to find things people are doing and attack them. Hold on. Right. Oh, jeez. Remember was, your condition. I wasn't going to pause it, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's already gone to 100, which is nuts. I mean, yeah. he just rubbed up quick. Yeah. And 
the fact that he's calling people out for not having anything to talk about. Mm-hmm. You're literally responding to Nicholas Gurr, yeah. who didn't even <laughs> super chat you. Just put a chat in. He's like, this guy has nothing to talk about. He's like, no, he's he's talking about a tweet you put out, which is interesting. I mean, if you think you're still relevant, Opie, we do. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's something to talk about. And Opie's just <laughs> taking the wrong angle because his show, is no, he has nothing to talk about. Right. Yeah, this is where Opie gets in a weird position, too. Because even when I agree, I agree with you, Opie, I'm on your side on this one, goddammit. Right. And yet, you're, I know that Opie's at some point going to go to the fence to, like, I don't even I don't even pay attention to this guy. He's meaningless oh, yeah. to me, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get brought up here now, too. Even though I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> Clearly, he knows who you guys are. He knows you. He knows Steel Toe. Obviously, you guys are on his radar. So, he's going to get... So twisted up where he's like, they're nothing. And that's why I'm so angry. Yeah. I don't know what even brought me up. All right. Yeah. Let's watch the rest of this. This is like a three minute rant. Steel Toe is a loser. <laughs> and for the people that don't know, and most of you don't, he's a live streamer that just has a lame ass audience. He's not talking to anybody. I'm not talking to that many people, but I had my run <laughs> in the big time. And he's a guy that'll never have his run in the actual big time. He's trying way too hard. He's talking about a picture of me, Anthony, Jim Norton, with the Iron Sheik, we're taking a group picture. We all noticed that he had, he had an accident in front of his uh, pants. We were shock jocks doing crazy-ass stuff. So I pointed just as they were taking the picture down at the, at the spot. And it, it turned out to be an incredibly legendary picture that the Opie and Anthony community, real Opie and Anthony fans, uh, appreciated and, and uh, loved. Some say it's one of the greatest moments in Opie and Anthony history, even though it wasn't on the air. <laughs> some say. Yeah. <laughs> some say I'm legendary for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. People are torn over this. <laughs> and then a little backstory to the picture. The Iron Sheik didn't give two craps about the picture, Steel Toe, you loser. God, these these little live streamers, they're just losers. <laughs> They're just pathetic losers that literally can't turn on a on a mic and just talk about stuff. If they're not beating up somebody and basically stealing the Opie and Anthony Jocktober bit, they have nothing else to do with their live streams. Again, he's taking a lot of time to beat up Steel Toe. I know. Somebody <laughs> doesn't give a fuck about it. Yeah. <laughs> Almost everything he said is a projection. He's not talking to anyone because he's trying too hard. Like, why is that a bad thing? Yeah. Look at this asshole he's trying to get content to talk about. And it's weird because, again, Opie is losing me with his, his dumb logic. I know. Because it's I'm so on stupid. his side. I'm starting out on his side again where it's like I mentioned this on my show the other day where, like, I think Aaron and some of these other guys, they get into these little, like, sniping arguments where they're like, I have you only have 450 live viewers and I have 600 live viewers. I'm like, none of these are numbers you guys should be bragging about necessarily you know what i mean but oh for opie to then be like i mean i pretty much do the same numbers but he's nothing he's worthless it's like why are you doing this opie i'll give um mike david red bar credit i was watching a clip of him and he's paying attention to all this stuff he doesn't really talk about it a lot on his show but he's paying attention and he'll he'll say things like there's all these channels that have a couple thousand subscribers. They all think they're in show business. They're all yelling at each other as if any of this yes. matters or is important. To and I'm like, yeah, I know. It's it's insane that any of these people think that they're a big deal or that anyone's paying attention to this. They're not. Right. Yeah. That, it, it's weird where we now live in a world where there's so many shows like this. And I'm I'm probably guilty of it, too, even though I don't talk about my numbers in that way. But, like, I used to think Red Bar was the guy that, like, 
would dwell on things too much and and take things in a direction I didn't love. Now I think he's handling it like maybe the best of all these people. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know because his show's go on for hours and I only see the clips and I'm not uh, Scars Club. Yeah, right, right. And from when we did review his show uh, a couple of years ago, it just did not move. He's just He just hangs on a clip forever. And I'm like, all right, this is... So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's, he's gotten better with that. But I, I found him to be kind of boring yeah. the way they did things. Now, keep in mind, what we're watching here, Opie hasn't even seen this tweet. This could be made up. Right. Right? The guy just goes, <laughs> hey, Asilto said he did appreciate this tweet you put out. And this still fired up Opie is about this. Like, I think it's more than just this tweet. I, I think there's more to this than just critiquing exactly, yeah. his Iron Cheek. There's a lot going on here. Uh, anyway, the Iron Cheek then saw the picture because he continued to come into our show after that, signed uh, signed a bunch of them, and had a good laugh about the whole damn thing and had no issue. So if he didn't have an issue, then you shouldn't either. Go find real stuff to talk about. God, these they're just they're just little like mosquitoes. You're trying to have a barbecue and you got these. You got uh, WATP, just a mosquito, not doing anything uh, with their careers. Then you got Steel Tops. They'll never have a, a career like I had. Never. Oh, God. Did he really say that? That's like so pathetic. And you call yourself an old Opie and Anthony uh, fan. Get the hell out of here. This whole thing where he's like, we don't even have a career. No offense to producer Chris, but he's not Anthony Cumia. So, I mean, <laughs> if I had lucked out and met up with Anthony Cumia, yeah, yeah. then yes, I would also have a, <laughs> would a giant platform sure. and a great career. This idea that Opie loves to take credit for where he ended up in life is insane. He should just be so grateful that he yeah. stumbled upon this these amazing shows that he had with a huge audience because he really did not deserve it, which is being proven every day on his live stream. The only time his live stream is funny is when Cardiff's on it. What does that tell you? <laughs> <laughs> and Corndiff and uh, the yeah. others. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, can I speculate? It's funny you bring up Anthony because my speculation as to why Opie is so mad at, the, at this, uh, you know, erroneous tweet Yeah, is that... Uh, Am I wrong? Has Steel Toe had Anthony Cumia on his program? Is that the case? They did, yeah. And, and Steel Toe was on Compound Media. Yeah. Well, I suspect we may have diagnosed the issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, Anthony's been on my show, too. And that's, I think, when we started getting on Opie's radar a little bit. And he started acknowledging us by name. It's when that happens. You guys are mean to Opie and not mean enough to Anthony. Right. And I, I don't even think I played the clip on here. But Opie was just yelling about that the other day where I'm doing it wrong because I'm not making fun of Anthony as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this idea that, like, well, Anthony does a show, Opie. Yeah. You do a live stream where you freak out because somebody said that somebody said something. <laughs> and then you yell right. at them for all the things that you're doing. Talking to no one, not having topics, not having anything to talk about. This idea is like, find something to talk about. Dude, you talk about fucking doggy. Yeah. Not shitting that morning. Like, that's content? There's like a Chad-like argument. Like, Anthony does a show. I do a show. Right. Why, why aren't we the same? Right, yeah, I know. Carl should be making fun of him, too. It's like, well, yeah. no, I enjoy his show. Right. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Right. That, that's that's the issue. Because, like, I'll look at Anthony's Twitter sometime, sometimes, and he gets, like, a really into the race stuff where I'm like, Jesus, Anthony, what are you doing? Yeah. But then if I go to find, like, clips to make fun of Anthony's, I'm like, oh, he's a funny guy. I forget. He's a hilarious man that would be harder to make fun of than Opie. Well, <laughs> That's what Opie doesn't realize is that he's very easy to mock, which is why so many people do it. Right. Kevin Brennan is not a fan of Anthony Cumia. They have had a falling out. 
Kevin right. worked for Anthony, I think, a couple of different times on Compound. And when I was most recently on Kevin's show, we were talking about Anthony. Even Kevin's going, he's one of the funniest guys I've ever met. He's just always on. Sure. He makes me second guess myself. He's so funny. So it's like we all recognize the talent there. And yeah, we can obviously complain about the race stuff, but that's not. Also, I don't do a show where I'm going to sit here and analyze how racist someone is. That's not funny. That's not right. a lot of fun. Right. We're talking about yeah. women getting molested as children, as we did today. Yes. Yeah. That's who should be exposed, not the good racists out there. Now, <laughs> let's talk about Stuttering John, because this has been blowing up on Twitter the last couple of days, and especially today. John is bragging. I mean, openly bragging about these notes he's getting from the kids in his classroom. He's posting <laughs> photos of these notes these kids are, are sending him. And I'm sure they're obligated to. It's not like, and, and the way these kids write, they're younger. I mean, maybe it's sixth grade. I don't know. But I'm sure that the sixth grader is just like, hey, mom, is it okay if I write a thank you note to my teacher, Mr. Melendez? Oh, yeah. that's good of you, Billy. Yes, you should do that. You ruffle his hair. You, you don't think randomly kid. every student decided to hand in a letter at the same right. time? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've been to school. I know how this works. The kids don't give a fuck. They want to play video games. They're not yeah. looking to, but anyway, so. John's on Twitter being all braggadocious about what a great teacher he is and claiming that he's making $7,500 a month teaching. Wow. Wow. And he's, you know, people are questioning him. So he's sending out articles uh, where they're saying how much teachers can make in LA. And so Muttering Jay, one of the greatest First reporters. teachers though? Well, so Muttering, I know. So Muttering Jay, <laughs> one of the greatest reporters to ever live, has been on the case. And he's saying, John, you're a substitute. There's no way that you're making this much money as a substitute. You can make that much money with 20 plus years experience and this and this and this, you know, okay. I, I think a lot of the teachers take on additional roles. If you're coaching sports, sporting teams, or you're heading up the uh, mathletes or whatever you're doing, like you can make additional money uh, teaching summer school. So John's definitely not making that much money. And um, I guess there was a note in there where the kid said, you're, you're my favorite sub. Because John's claiming he's a full-time teacher now. And John posted that. So Muttering Jay's like, all right, there's the proof right there. The kid, the, the student just said, you're a sub. And John's going, no, that's because I was a sub last year. But this year, I'm it's like this whole fucking thing. It's so insane. It's so weird that he's even bragging about this. Oh, Actually, he was job. calling me a cuck. He was saying I'm submissive. <laughs> yes. So he's the bull in this case. Now, <laughs> sixth grader is a bull. Can you believe it? <laughs> All right. Uh, it's too bad Brett Hatley got out of podcasting, isn't it? Mm. Just starting to have fun. <laughs> now, there's also photos that John's posting of him with the students. and he's, he's blacking out the faces and stuff like that. But I do have to say, John is looking better. Oh. I, oh, think, I think that the internet was bad for him. Getting on the internet, talking about politics... And being all mad at Republicans and Trump yeah. and, and all that stuff. I don't think that was good for him and his psyche. I think it was aging him. Plus, I think that schedule. I mean, we saw how hungover he was at noon, his time. You're like, oh, this is this guy just rolled out of bed. He, right. This is not a good schedule for him. So now that he has to get up, go to work every day. He was wearing a tie in one of the photos I saw. I'm like, okay, this is good for him. I'm really glad. Not a shirt, but a tie is a good start. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have any clean shirts that day, but... But I'm happy for him. I feel like things are going well. So Friday afternoon, yesterday afternoon, I am on my computer and I see on YouTube that Cardiff is live and breaking down MSCS Media 
and how Tommy's obviously buying views. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll watch that. Someone in the chat goes, Stuttering John just went live on YouTube on his channel. I went, what? So I pop over there. <laughs> All right. And sure enough, Stuttering John's channel is active and live. My God. Now he's playing. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, he's just playing the intro to the song, you know, like that stupid song and uh, the, the video that goes along with it. So I'm, you know, hoping that the show is going to start after that. I'm in the chat going, yay! You know, I'm, all, I'm all excited. And then, um, and then John goes into the chat himself and says, uh, this is just a test, but I will be back soon. So the school year oh. is over. School year is over, and now he's very much. I mean, he's been teasing this for a while, but now he's very much teasing that um, he's going to be back. So, God, fingers crossed. Could you imagine what would happen to the Devilverse if John started doing a show again? <sighs> no, I can't. Is it good or bad? Does it like does it help Shuli or hurt him? There's so many questions would have to be answered. <laughs> well, speaking of Shuli, I saw someone pose this, and I have to agree. Although I'll caveat it, someone said if John came back with a show that just bashed Shuli, he would get a ton of fans. Yes, absolutely. He would he would get a lot of support for that. Now the problem is John would be bad at it because John's not funny. Oh, he I'm ignoring know. that. I'm saying it's a nice idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. He pull clips. He does not react to things. He's not funny or witty or interesting. So we'd get like support in the beginning. People would be like, "Oh yeah, we're making fun of Shuli. Let's go." Yeah. And then they'd be like, "Oh, this guy sucks at this." Yeah. Now I know I would make fun of John. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I win either way, so I'm, I'm all for it. Let's go. Yeah, he can do a John show about anything. It would be, John doing it would be so. It would be like Baldwin making fun of Trump, where it's just visceral yeah. hatred. It's so right. it's like, oh, this isn't fun for anyone. Right. That that would be the problem with it. So, uh, you know what? I we're going real long. I want to tell you about my Florida trip, but let's wrap things up, shall we? <laughs> Oh, damn. We've done it all. We'll hear about it on WATS. <laughs> We've done it all today. We talked about Trash Tuesday with Kalila, Annie, and Aster. We saw Ray DeVito get yelled at because he didn't want to have a hotel room and do a stream from <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Johnny! <laughs> so funny. Um, <laughs> dude, it's, it's midnight on a weekday. What are you doing? <laughs> People have fucking jobs to go to. Um <laughs> We saw that Patrick Michael finally watched. Not only did he watch our show, he was interacting with the chat, which I'm going to go back and read more through that because I bet he's got dozens, if not hundreds of responses <laughs> in there. It's Suggestions. Pretty, pretty active <laughs> chat. Uh, Chad got wasted again for about eight minutes on his stream. And we saw how Kevin and Anthony and Jim Florentine responded. Gonzo is team Chad. Opie goes after Steeltoe because Steeltoe had an issue with a fucking tweet, which, I mean, Opie's response should have been like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Would that have just been like, if we had read what Nicholas Kerr had said, I'd just be like, okay, whatever. I don't care. Wouldn't yeah. that have been the right response to that? Because that's how we should feel yes. about it. <laughs> it's so insane. So anyway, you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. This is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasters. We'll be live Wednesday at 5 p.m. back on our regular schedule. And that will be for all of the people on Patreon and Supercast can watch that. And we'll have it out Thursday morning. For those who like to listen to the show that's edited and sounding nice. And we will be checking out 
this show right here. All right, you're tuned into a very special episode of the Hip Hop Uncensored podcast. I am your brother, Old God, from Hip Hop News Uncensored. Sitting Honey. across from my co host. What up, what up, y'all? It's your man, Sam Ant Viral. Hip hop news, like my cousin, man, you're in the building for a special edition of the Hip Hop Uncensored podcast. We got a special guest in the building, a beautiful queen, Miss Jaguar Wright. Miss Jaguar Wright, how you doing this afternoon? Amen, amen, and I say thank you, brother. How are y'all? Blessed to be here. Blessed to have you on. Well, You've been you know, making some making some news as of late. You ain't really been talking to many people. You are on this podcast. We're very privileged to have you on. Before we get into all of that, all right, this is Hip Hop News Uncensored. And the reason why we're looking at this is because Andy's going to be back for the midweek show and Jaguar Wright has become his beat for some reason. Now, <laughs> Jaguar Wright is this woman who was like a backup dancer or something, like a hip hop dancer. And she claims that P. Diddy and all of these other uh, rappers are gay and they have these gay sex parties in Hollywood. And that's how you get a job, become a professional musician in this world. <laughs> so I love a conspiracy. I'm uh, I'm all for it. I'm gonna go in open minded on this one. And I've always said you guys haven't attacked the black community enough. So it's about time. <laughs> yeah, I mean Anthony's been texting me that for months now. <laughs> so I figured we'd finally get on that. So that should be a lot of fun. All right. So I think it's time to catch an alien. What do you think, Mike? You got time to catch an alien today? Of course I do. I'm always ready to catch an alien. Oh, that's the right answer, my friend. It's time for everyone's favorite game show. To catch an alien. Are you ready to play? To catch an alien? Andy? That's actually something we've we've touched on a little bit in my team with this idea of making the sun potentially last longer. How can you make the sun <laughs> right. live kind of forever? Important thing. Yeah. And then isn't three where basically you can go anywhere at any time in the universe like that? Like you're basically roamers of the universe with no issue. Isn't that where the third step is? I'd say that's maybe four. four. Three is the galaxy. Oh, three is the galaxy. Yeah, so three is where you, you're using the same amount of resources as basically the entire galaxy. Four, Kardashev have never wrote about a four, but people have extrapolated it to a four to be that it would be presumably the entire universe but then what do you mean by universe do you mean right. the infinite universe they just have to ask that question yeah. even with the quantum computer times a million you know? right right so how can anyone control infinity it seems almost an oxymoron but presumably uh, Hubble volume uh, could be uh, potentially doable but then you would need something that was faster than light to do that of course you'd have to have either wormholes or an alcove air drive something that would allow you to traverse the galaxy and the universe beyond the limitations of the speed of light if you're stuck with the speed of light I think anything beyond a galaxy is is not really tenable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if there is other other creatures out there, species, they're they're not playing with speed of light. That that's like. Uh... <laughs> what did Tommy say next? Here are your choices. Number one, so basic. B, horse and buggy stuff. Mm. <laughs> next. <laughs> Ba ba ba, you know what I mean. Four, man. Tesla racing a Kia. <laughs> Lastly, the little engine that could, but it can't. <laughs> God damn. Uh. Cardiff does a good job with these games, man, because. Again, it could be any of these. Yeah, yeah. It could be any of these. I think it's going to be 
next. Ba ba ba. You know what I mean? I just that's something, and I'm probably wrong. He's probably Tommy's definitely said that before. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably why Cardiff wrote it. But that's what I'm going with. Mike, what do you think? <laughs> I want it to be horse and buggy stuff because I'd like <laughs> yeah. to hear more about what that is. But I think I'm going to go with the Tesla versus Kia one because yeah. doesn't he love Elon Musk and shoehorn him in as much that's as he can? That's true. Yeah, that is true. So I think and I'll go with it, that and it's the dumbest possible <laughs> comparison. So, yeah, I like that too. Uh, Producer Chris, what do you think? I went with horse and buggy. Horse and buggy. All right. The speed of light. If you're stuck with the speed of light, I think anything beyond a galaxy is is not really tenable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if there is other other creatures out there, species, they're they're not playing with speed of light. That that's like uh, horse and buggy stuff. Right? Oh, <laughs> Maybe oh not. I mean, we, damn! We, we, we producer Chris Woo! with the W. Congrats! Yeah. Stuck with my gut. We, again, this is one of those points where we have to be careful. We just don't know whether we have all these ideas about whether faster than light travel could be possible. Um, but it does lead to some uh, problematic inferences. I mean, one problem is if faster than light travel really exists, it makes the Fermi paradox. The Fermi paradox is, the, is a statement that Enrico Fermi famously said, how can we don't see anyone? You know, how can we don't see uh, the star system next to us that's been completely engineered? Right. So, why don't we see so a galaxy? They have to be able to bend time, right? Yeah. So that's if, the only why. So if, uh, if, if a civilization has the capability to... <laughs> well, that's all for this that's time. That's like a doozy. <laughs> Come back next time to find out if you have the ability to bend time enough to, <laughs> to catch an alien. I do have to say, this is like an advertisement for Tommy's show. And I don't know how we're not just doing segments on Tommy's show. These guests he has lately seem fantastic. We, oh, we got to yeah. get back on it. Uh, on oh, the so red. these are all new episodes that Cardiff's yes. been taking? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Got a lot to catch up on. That's his new neon sign that he has, uh, Tommy has behind him there. That's how you know (laughs) it's a newer episode. I mean, Mike does a great job with Richard Ojeda, and uh, that was a, a, you seized on an opportunity that I should have. That guy's a fucking lunatic. He's so stupid. I love your well, guys' I coverage. I thank you for showing it. Without you, I wouldn't know who Richard Ojeda was. So oh, I no, do I, thank I you for that. No, I, you, you ripped me off. You're one of the guys who ripped me <laughs> off. I know. I, I, yes. I started all of this. I created all of this as the, the shooting out for us to say. I saw that John was on his way out, and I said, who's the next best thing? And it's yep. Richard Ojeda. But uh, but I, I feel like, you know, you pounce on Richard Ojeda. I need to pounce on Tommy before someone takes this one away from me. Because yeah. this guy's sure, yeah. fascinating. It's fascinating. Yes. Right, it's good, it's also, good. go to patreon.com slash electric. Brought to you by Subreddit Surfing on YouTube, Wednesdays at 8, <laughs> until we decide to do another time, randomly, <laughs> to mess with people. No, it's not to mess with people. I should end this now. <laughs> yeah, probably, <laughs> Cardiff. <laughs> You're rambling, sir. <laughs> Cardiff snuck his way into my show for the first time. I'm the only show that has never had him on until yesterday. Oh, I, I saw that. I was watching that live when it happened. <laughs> Hack ride with another brilliant game for you. He does excellent work, that guy. He does phenomenal work. I mean, I can't even describe. I won't even describe. Because you were complaining about the length of it. I'm like, this should just be your show. You're like, oh, you're making our show too long. I'm like, well, stop talking so much to Craig and just play the Hack Ride movie. Because that's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah the people that uh, watch for Hack Ride were probably frustrated with us. But I, th- I, like I to think, think some people are there for me. I think you read my, or Craig read my comment where I'm like, I just yeah. took two hours of this nonsense just to get to the Hack Ride bit. <laughs> he did. I think um, I'm going to put it out. Uh, individually so people can go uh, watch the whole thing if they want to because he put a lot of work into it and 
I, I have no real issue with Ray DeVito. I don't really know anything about him, but it seems like Hack Ride despises him and has been using my show as a vessel to get to him. <laughs> well, he might have a point, that Hack Ride. He might be onto something. I, I'm not saying he made bad points. <laughs> yeah. So Blind Mike Project, of course, that's a podcast, but you also do that live on Friday afternoons on your YouTube channel. People should subscribe and get those alerts. Turn on those alerts. Please, yes. Subscribe. Blind Mike Project on YouTube. Uh, you can also get Why You Laughing episodes there. Um, the easiest way to find all the links, uh, whether it's the audio version or the YouTube, is blindmike.net. Who are the socials links there as well, which you can find on this YouTube channel um, every Thursday at 6. Um, but blindmike.net is also where you can find the Patreon. So if you want bonus episodes of Why You Laughing, Carl's done regular and bonus episodes of that program. Um, we also watch Quincy there. Uh, sometimes we do blind Mike project early. If we're not going live that week, we'll be exclusively on the Patreon. Um, so if you want to support the show that way, go to blindmike.net, find the Patreon or the free links. Guys, Tim Dillon is making a quarter of a million dollars <laughs> every guys, single month. Think about it. Joe Rogan is making $200 million. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you can understand? you please sign up for blind Mike's Patreon? What are you doing? Yes. It's a oh, balance to this world. I should mention this too. As far as the Patreon goes, if this is incentive for you to subscribe, at 1,000 patrons, we're going to play the Richard Ojeda drinking game. At 2,000 patrons, I am going to memorize Make America Innate Again and perform it at a comedy club somewhere. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. So get those wow. numbers up, baby. And um, the gearheads are rolling to have to grace. We are seeing Dat Fan and Friends... Um, which include Tom Myers is one of the friends in Haver de Grace, Maryland on June 29th. It's a Thursday in bumfuck Maryland. So if you can't make it, I understand. But if you want to sit in the back row with me and the boys, come join us. All right. That's going to fuck up WATS that day. You realize that, right? Shit. Let me, right. <laughs> let me be selfish for a minute. I love that. I, I, at the beginning of the show, I go, Mike, we're doing a live show in Detroit. Would you want to go? He's like, ah, I don't know. And then fucking he's going to drive all the way to Maryland. Listen, to, I'm to not much for this. traveling. Anyways, have a degrees. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I guess I'm just not as good as Tom Myers to you. Well, that's true. But all right. That's understandable. All right. Guys, please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mosh pits of morning radio. Mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Internet news with Lucy Tightbox. From YouTube, Andrew L. writes, The hole on the Bobby Bones show should be Munchbox. Joe Moon not sure I would even admit to knowing Bobby Bones after I heard how I might. Cosmic B, they are not as bad as Steel Toe Morning Show. Do Steel Toe next. Wally and Tony, Jocktober was my favorite time of year. Thanks for carrying on the tradition. Sherbert D, Jocktober in June? The world has gone nuts? Anthony Snipes, Andy looks like a hornet spray warning label. Mr. Smith wonders, Carl, why do you always sound like you're trying to sell me Mountain Dew in 1997? Cool guy, it's three voice. Funk FPV. I think this is less about how much money WATP is making and more about some judge telling him that an able-bodied man with children needs to make more than $70 a month. Ellie, I know it. There is an easy fat joke for the Shab's custom hat clip, but the fact is that Patty's absolute disgust for Shab is so much stronger. So he just says, I hate him. I hate him so much. That was awesome. 
Kimbo Nice. Whenever someone says they don't care, they always care the most. My Cat Mouse. Same thing happened with Stuttering John. Finding out WATP made something like 10K a month really messed with his mind. Oliver Stutton. Producer Chris looking lovingly into the eyes of Carl is precious. From Reddit, Yowie asks, Am I crazy or did Carl already put that misfit story out on the main feed before? Turbo7049 retorts, I don't know. I could hear about Carl getting punched in the face daily and it would never get old. KrogerFan88, why not just get Mean Doug and Kaya on if he couldn't do the show? Those episodes are instant classics, especially because they shit on Carl so hard. Everyone wins. Obnoxious Ab. I didn't think that nut job Chad would come across any more nuts, but hearing those texts read between Chad and the guests, that loon needs to be put away or put down. Seriously. Scrote Puncher. How cool would it be if the show went back to critiquing podcasts instead of rehashing boomer drama? Bit a criminal. How long until Carl rebuilds his basement in Florida so we can't tell he's not live in the studio? Pickwick Pub posts a poll asking listeners to cite their favorite anti-Howard podcast. And WATP wins in a landslide victory over, quite frankly, and Radio Gunk. And Rogue Name 2010 plays us out with, at this point, Howard is the anti-Howard. Is that true? I want a poll? <laughs> well. <laughs> That's pretty exciting. You've really built yourself up into something. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine WATP winning a poll on the WATP subreddit. <laughs> hey, all right, listen, it's something, all right? Surprised anyone there even likes me. All right, let's, uh, let's fly through the voicemails because we are getting caught up here. And uh, I will tell my ridiculous story of um, me fucking up on my trip this past week. And really just making a mess of everything. But my um, room's okay, right? <laughs> hey, Carl, you should have that Liam guy on more often. He actually uh, was enjoyable to listen to. You've been having a pretty poor track record lately. But that, um, oh, who, who's that British guy? He's like, oh, Carl, I'm, I'm doing coke right now. Huh. That guy, he's, I don't know. Everybody you've had on lately has had a really annoying shtick. Um Meanwhile, Liam is just like, hey, I'm, I'm a white guy. <laughs> I don't think white guy is, is a shtick, at, at least not in my household. I don't know. Anyways, anyways, keep up the good work, Carl. I'm digging it. Fuck All yourself. Right. <laughs> Thank you. I suspect that guy will hate blind Mike, then. <laughs> Jeez, Husey is very polarizing. He is Irish, by the way. In case that's hey, I like that he said British and then did an Irish accent. Yeah, did <laughs> right, a perfect yeah, Irish I accent. I think he understood, <laughs> right. Guys, this is exciting right here. Because, and I always kind of suspected this might be the case, that John's family members are fans of WATP and regularly oh. listen to the show. <laughs> and here is proof. Hi, Carl. This is Stuttering John's transgender son. How's it going? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm actually a fan of your show. And I want to encourage you, please shit on my dad as much as you want. He's an awful father and an awful person. The truth is, I'm not even trans. I just did the whole thing because I hate my dad and I wanted to embarrass him. But now being trans is super cool. And my dad is always telling everyone how proud he is of his transgender son. Can you believe that? The whole thing completely backfired. Anyway, just wanted to say I love the show. Classic I'm not Melendez. one of those uptight trannies. I like to laugh. Also, real quick, fuck Shuli. He's a hack. Okay. 
Call me back. All right. I will call you back. Thanks for calling into the show. Very exciting. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Now, we have a new character coming out of the voicemail right here, and I'm just going to call it right now. I love this guy. Call in anytime, sir. Yo, what's up, Carl? This is uh, Tony from the Bronx. Listen, so you get in on Chad because, like, he's getting people fired and stuff, like, uh, with the mask dude. You know, he's fucking with people's livelihood. Like, I totally understand all of that, but you can't be saying shit because you're a piece of shit yourself. You say when you were an employer, you're telling uh, the workers, y'all can't shit over here. I don't pay you to shit. It's like, what the fuck? Like, you're going to fight like Chad getting people fired, but then you're firing people for having a bowel movement. Like, and, uh, and another thing, like we all love cars and stuff, but every time he comes on, it's just like this fake laughter. It's like, he come on, you go, Hey, Cardiff, how's it going? Man? And then he'll go, Will, hello. And everybody's like, ah! like everybody's like doubling over and laughter. Like, it's, it's becoming like hot shit, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, Carl, all that said, love the show. You, you put on a great, you know, great show, you know. So uh, that's all I have to say, Carl. Um, go fuck yourself. Don't call me back. Tony from the Bronx. Thank you for weighing in on that, sir. I don't mind complaints if you do it in a fun, constructive way. Sure. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to some more complaining on the on the old voicemail here. It was funny. I was, I was watching uh, MLC this week, and Kevin Brennan's going, I get all these emails from people complaining about the show. I'm like, I don't want to see that. And then um, Adam was like, maybe we should start up a new email address just for complaints. So if you want to complain about the show, you send it to that email address. He's like, that's a good idea. I have to look at it. But I feel like this voicemail is becoming the complaint department at WTP or something. <laughs> Howdy, Carl. So... Um, I just want to call and say, look, I love you. I love the show. Um, I was going to call in last week to defend you against a retarded dickhead. It was like, oh, it's too much drama. All the Zoomers who say, oh, I hate Zoom. You know, fuck them. But <laughs> I do have to say with the Super Chats, please, for the love of God, do not bring them into the show. There's a reason why you do voicemails at the end of the show. If you want to do Super Chats, you can call them at the end of the show, maybe. Don't do them in the middle of the show, okay? It's... <laughs> You don't want to financially incentivize people to fucking derail your show. And don't do the, oh, well, if somebody gives me $100, I have to stop the show. No, 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 no. Think about real life. If you're on stage performing and I offered you $100 to come up and say, I like turtles, and you would then be obligated to say, oh, yeah, buddy, cool. Thanks for that. I like turtles, too. And then continue your show. No, 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 it doesn't work like that. For the love of God, do not do fucking super chats, okay? Don't do them. Okay, I got to go. Love you. Don't call me back. I guess I didn't make it clear that that was, uh, we were kind of experimenting. I couldn't do the show on my usual Saturday, so we did it on Friday. We made it available to everyone. I didn't tell people to Super Chat, but they did. If you want to do it, every, if you want to do it 10 times a week, who gives a fuck? It's your well, show. No, do no, whatever you want. No, None of these people bully you, Carl. No, I disagree, Mike. <laughs> I'm, I hear feedback, and I understand it. This show is not a Super Chat show. This show, we have shit to get to. If, if the fact that we're almost three hours in right now tells you anything. There's shit to get to. And we, we still have to get the shit. Yeah, we can't get derailed <laughs> with super chats. Right. So I know people were, were uh, annoyed with that. Don't worry. Well, well, I say fuck this Carl on WATP guy. Come over to WATS super chat yes, away, folks. That's where you want a super chat <laughs> is on Who Are These Socials Thursdays at 6 p.m. on the Who Are yes. These Podcast YouTube channel. Who are these high school 
W-A-T-H-N. Hey, Kevin, can I sit at the cool table with you at lunch? <laughs> All right. So apparently there's a lot of gossip going on on the show lately. People are acknowledging that. Uh, Gary in San Diego. So if you listen to the episode I put out this uh, past week, we started with a Gary voicemail. It doesn't happen very often. But Gary broke the news that Cardiff was on the Howard Stern show. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I had to play Kurt of talking to Howard about Stuttering John and the Dabbleverse. Right. Didn't get very far, but still, great effort. Very cool that he did that. But uh, Gary had something else to tell us, too. Hey, Carl. Gary from San Diego. Well, I just looked at John's Twitter account, and he he claims that he's making 7500 a month substitute teaching, and he's really, really happy. He's living large, he says. And uh, too bad for the trolls. Uh, one thing you can be sure of, he's not making 7500 a month as a substitute. And that works out to 90000 a year. Uh, the guy's a, a liar. He <laughs> yeah. just can't stop himself. He's pathetic. <laughs> anyway, what do you think about that? I think you're spot on with your analysis, sir. <laughs> I believe the Suttering John is a liar. And it's crazy because that's the other thing I didn't even mention before, is that Muttering Jay was able to find how he had a substitute teaching certification under emergency use that was just renewed on June 1st, 2023 to run through June 1st, 2024. So John is a substitute teacher, which is fine. It's good. I'm glad. Like I said, I'm glad he's doing better and everything. But why is he lying about making $100,000 and being a full-time teacher? You're not. He's not credentialed for it. He's not that. It's just so bizarre to me that he, he lies about things people can look up. Just like Chad. I like Just the, like Chad. I like the phrase under emergency use yeah. as if someone's like, quick, there's algebra to be taught. Get Melinda. <laughs> yeah. Break the glass. <laughs> hey, Carl. Um, you talk a lot about fucking, what's his name, Patrick Michael, right? Why do you, you've probably mentioned this before. Why do you fail to mention that he is like a fucking metal vocalist who is doing metal covers to literally fucking no one? Quite fucking... Quite figuratively and literally screaming into a void, dude. He has like fucking three likes. It's crazy. I had to double take. I'm like, is this really the same guy? And then he said that dude with the ears or whatever. With ears. Or I don't know. Oh, that really is you. He must be mentioning his giant, gross, smelly gauges. Anyway, yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah, we don't talk about him doing the metal stuff enough. I agree with you. Here's my take on it. I... I'm a huge fan of metal. I, I play guitar. I, I love um, tech metal and uh, various styles. I hate the screamy vocals, though. I don't get it. I don't know why it's there. I wish there wasn't a vocalist when the guy's just screaming over good music. Doug from the Jingles Department, who's been in playing in metal bands and recording metal bands for decades, tells me that Patty Seacups has some talent, that he's not a bad. Oh, is that right? Yeah. He goes, you know, Carl, honestly, he's not bad. And I don't know. I can't tell the difference. I feel like I could do that, but I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to do it two days in a row. You know what I mean? But I think I could do it. I would like to hear you try that first day, though. Yeah, it would be funny. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll I'll start f- freestyling metal vocals <laughs> like he does. There you go, Patty. Focus on that. You know, give this podcasting thing up. I actually think that his art is pretty good. There was a time when he was on Instagram or something. I can't remember where I saw it, but um, he wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. So 
He's got. He's like Donald things. Glover. He's talented at everything he does. Apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> not where I was going with that. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> he's not the next Jamie Fox. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck, Carl? How is the VIP shit already sold out? Two days ago, I had it in my cart, just waiting for my paycheck so my rent check would go through. And it sold out. Is there like four fucking spots? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anybody who wants to sell theirs and they or they can't go, I will gladly either pay double or blow you. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So there's a market for these VIP tickets. And uh, it does often happen. I get notes from people when we get closer to the event. They say, ah, shit, I can't go now. Mm. I'd love to sell them. So, yeah, we there probably be some people who want to uh, get rid of their VIP tickets. And this guy, I don't know if he knows how to negotiate, but <laughs> he called right back with this. Correction. I think I can save enough to pay triple and blow you. <laughs> I mean, start with the double <laughs> or blow you. Yeah. Don't, don't go right to triple and. Jesus. I'll, I'll throw in the blow job for free. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you read the art of the deal? Come on, man. Yeah, it's not how that works. Face value and a tug job, and then go from there. All right. I like the idea of calling the performer and being like, "Why is your show sold out?" <laughs> yeah, I do feel bad. I mean, the guy's like, "I I wanted to buy it in the money at the time." Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I can't. I can't sell every. I can't pack the place with three hundred VIPs because then people will be pissed about that. I have to make it limited. The number. Don't don't show this guy Taylor Swift's numbers. He'd have a real bone to pick, <laughs> right? <laughs> Carl, Nate from Flint, Michigan. Looks like with all these shows you're producing and guesting on, you're on the cusp, the verge, the pinnacle of possibly starting your own network. Whose ranch do I have to put down in order to get in on that ground floor, buddy? Come back. All right. We, we are now accepting uh, investor calls. <laughs> if you want to pitch me, uh, Nate, or, or anyone else for that matter. I've hinted at something like this, T. I just don't know what it would be necessarily because I don't know if, like, a bunch of people doing shows on the same YouTube channel is the answer necessarily. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know either. No. I'm, I don't know. The jury's <laughs> out on that one, as they say. I'm not sure. Yeah, Carl, I'm calling. I want to talk about uh, Chad Zoom Machiavelli. Oh, shit. This five year old's at the park playing soccer. I got to watch this. I'll call you back. <laughs> I'm not even sure what it's a reference to. <laughs> Just a local pedophile. <laughs> disavow. Disavow. <laughs> All right. Uh, BPG calling into the show. I got some good news for you. The music special is no longer your worst episode. So I guess you got that going for you. Call me back. If you'd like to have a boring-ass conversation about shit around my house or hobbies my girlfriend likes to do, because I guess that's what the podcast is now, we can split the Super Chats. See you in Detroit, motherfucker! All right, BPG. <laughs> People didn't like the episode with Ski Mask. It was not our normal format, granted, I understand. But there were uh, important things that needed to be said. Then a guy called in and said, our AI review girl should be Carly, should mm. be her name. And uh, that reminds me. We are looking for people to name our AI review girl. If you send in a Patty Seacup song parody, that will help get your recommendation thrown in the pile. I'll tell you how dumb I am. I'm glad you kept talking because when you said Carly, I almost asked why. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Well, I, I don't know. I realized it pretty quickly. I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's a couple of reasons, but all right, moving on. 
Hey, Carl, I feel like such an idiot. I, I, I used that uh, fish to water reference on a coworker, and now I feel like a freaking retard. Uh, talk to <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you said fish to water at work. <laughs> <laughs> We ruined you. That's great. <laughs> that is really funny. I would feel like an idiot, too, if I did that. All right. Uh, here's the, the last one here. Carl, you got to start better drama. Dick's uh, really one-upping you on the drama front with this uh, feud with Eric July and Eric July being such a spurt. Uh, you're, you're still fucking feud. Uh, what, what are you doing? Just fucking around with boomers? Like, come on, dude. Like, I'm sure you can piss somebody else off, someone more funny. Please, Please work on that. Yeah, Dick has done a very good job of getting a lot of people upset with him over his critiques of Eric July. In fact, I got a note from somebody telling me that I was unfairly critiquing Eric July, not knowing what the fuck I was talking about, which is probably true because I get all my Eric July information from Vito, who hates him, and Dick Masterson, who now is also feuding with him. So I probably was in the wrong a little bit on that. I apologize. My research has shown this guy's a huge pussy and an asshole. (laughs) I was on a show with Eric July with uh, Chrissy Mayer not too long ago. I mean, we run in similar circles, so I don't have a beef with him or his comic. I'm very happy for him and his $3 million he was able to make off his comic. I think that's all great. Capitalism is great. Very happy for everyone doing well. (laughs) Not like uh, some people who get very butthurt. So here's the deal. I I go down to, to Florida, you know, Obviously, we weren't doing regular shows, the regular schedule. And uh, the reason why is because I got this this house that I'm setting up. And so we go down to this house and it's just boxes. My wife has been ordering everything we need for this house and having it shipped there. And so when we got there, we walked into an empty house. It's a new build. We walk into an empty house that's just piles of boxes of things that we have to put together. And, and it's the opposite of fun. So we get there late on Saturday get up Sunday, build the first bed so that we have a better place to sleep. <laughs> and um, then I go, you know, I got to upload my, my pockets episode. I'd edited it on the plane on Saturday on the flight down. I'd edited the whole show. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to go and upload it. I go to find my computer and I don't have my computer. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? How do I not have my computer? Now, like I said, I pulled it out on the plane because I was working on it because I was editing the show. That's the last time I had seen it. And I went, Did I leave my computer on the fucking airplane? So here's something that I didn't know. If you want to call like, I don't know, uh, an airport or maybe the specific airline you were on and the office at that airport, there is not a phone number for these things. It does not exist. There are call trees and the call tree will tell you, go to our website or download our app and fill out a thing. So I did. And I go on Delta's thing and it's their like, you know, you claim a missing item. So I have to go in there and explain everything and what flight I was on and where I was coming from and what the device is and blah, 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 blah. I put in all this stuff at the end of it. I submit it and they're like, all right, well, we'll probably get back to you within three weeks. And at that time, if we do locate the item, we'll uh, let us know where to ship it to. And I'm like, what? This, I, 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 this is all my stuff. I need this. There's, there isn't a thing in my life besides producer Chris that I need more than this computer to do this it's show. It's a nuclear football. <laughs> it's, it's how so, did you... How? Dude, I've been asking myself that. How the fuck did I, A, not put my computer back in my bag, uh-huh. and B, not notice that it's sitting on the floor wherever it was yeah, as I'm like, getting off the airplane? That, that's what I'm wondering. Did you put it in like the sleeve behind the chair or something? No. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I remember 
I was almost out of batteries. I was on a 5% and I'm watching it render and it just rendered in time. I'm like, sweet, close it up and put it back. Now, I must have not put it in the bag, but under the bag. That's uh, all I can figure. Okay. Because it, it doesn't make any sense. I wasn't drunk. I had to go get my rental car. It, none of it makes any sense. Okay. Fortunately, I, can I say, I, I believe you weren't drunk, but if I were watching Chad say that, it was very strange <laughs> that you slipped that in for no reason. <laughs> it's not like I was shit-faced. Well, because no, sometimes he, on an airplane. He's saying I had to drive. No, I yeah. <laughs> Because so, he would have been drunk. Yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd rather be drunk on an airplane than not. But, you know, yeah. I, we got to get there, get a rental car. And, right. and by the way, where this house is, is nowhere near the airport. This is an important thing to note. <laughs> this is a long drive. Oh, no. Okay. So I put out, I fill out the thing. And now I'm like, now what do I do? So my wife says, you got to drive to the airport. You got to see if they have it at the airport. And I go, what the fuck are the chances that's going to be a thing? You know what I mean? Did anyone see Carl's laptop? <laughs> yeah. Right? Because all I'm thinking is, chances are, I didn't just hide it on myself. I hid it on everyone. It's still on that same airplane. Right. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that that, that computer's in Atlanta or Chicago or San Francisco. Like That computer is gone. Right. But my wife says, you got to drive to the airport. And I go, yeah, you're right. So I quickly get in the rental car and drive to the airport. As I get off, this is a long drive again. As I get off on the final exit and I'm going down airport way or whatever it's called, I realize I forgot my wallet. And I yell out, <laughs> fuck! Just like that. I, I, I'm i not a guy who like, has conniptions and freaks out about shit. No, he isn't. Wow, did I freak out about that. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Because... I don't know if you know this about airports, but they charge for parking. <laughs> they so, charge for moving. They charge for everything. Yeah. So I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get into this airport oh. now? Do I have to turn around and drive all the way back? I already think I have a 10% chance of getting this thing. Oh, my God. And now I'm like, do I have to drive all the way back and then all the way back again and then all the way back again? What am I going to do? So I see that there's like this uh, gas station. It's kind of like your last stop before the airport. And I pull in there and it's a mile away from the airport. And I go, well, I guess I'm going to walk to the airport. And then I'm thinking, that's going to be 20 minutes each way. My computer's probably not even even fucking there. It's a million degrees out. I'm in South Florida. So then I fucking have a brilliant idea. And I went, oh, I have my phone. I'll get an Uber. So I call an Uber. I get an Uber to take me to the airport. I go in the airport. I go up to information. I say, is there like a lost? I left my laptop out of the airplane. You should have seen me too. I'm just like. Um, this is kind of important to me. It's kind of like, um, like I'll, I'll probably have to kill myself <laughs> if, I, if I can't get this back. So uh, the woman's like, well, the lost and found is closed on the weekends. Great. She goes, but there is like, um, you know, like if your baggage doesn't come or yeah, yeah, people yeah. leave it there, there's like a little office for each airline. She goes, the Delta baggage thing is, is down there at the end. So I go, okay. Are there people there today? She goes, I think so. I'm like, all right. So I'm st- I'm not liking my chances here because typically that's where they, they put luggage that either didn't make it there and then yeah. made it there later or that people just left. It's like the dead letter yeah. office. Right. So I go in there and there's two people working there. I don't know why. There's <laughs> two people working there. I go in there. And I'm like, guys, I am hoping you have some good news for me. I left a laptop on uh, an airplane out of Atlanta last night and they go, what color was it? And that's a good sign. Uh, gray, it's a gray MacBook, sir. He's like, does it look like this? Pulls out my fucking laptop. Holy shit! This is amazing. Uh, is that a laptop behind your ears, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mike, when, when I tell you the range of emotions oh, that were going on yeah, this day, yeah. I'm, I'm elated at this point. Like, I can't fucking believe this is yeah. happening. 
Um, it was kind of funny because, like I said, my battery had died. Yeah. So they're like, well, can you turn it on, sir, like to prove that it's mine? I'm like, no, it's dead. So then they had like <laughs> asking me all these questions. And they're like, well, who was sitting next to you? And what seat were you in? And you know, I knew I knew the answer, so that was good. So okay. they gave me the the laptop and then and then I went to go take a taxi and I'm like, Oh, do you guys take Apple Pay? Like, no. Like, oh fuck, that's right. So I had to get another Uber back to my car <laughs> and then back to my house. Now the house, this is the thing that I didn't understand when I bought this house. We like I said, new build. Brand new house. No one's ever lived there before. They just built it. And I think of it like a new car. I love buying new cars. New cars are brand new. They work great. There's no miles on it. It's amazing. Everything works. It's under fucking warranty, for Christ's sake. A new house, very different. Because what happens with a new house, this is what I learned, is that it's not just one guy who goes in there and builds the whole thing and goes, yep, did another bang-up job. It's all these different people making all right. of these mistakes that no one checks on. Right. There's, there, there's no, like, like the, the, the plumber gets done putting the faucets in the fucking wrong, uh, you know, the, the hot and cold in the exact opposites. Yeah, and you're not there to sign off on it. And I'm not there to sign off on it. And it's not like the fucking guy who goes in and does the electrical work is going to be like, well, let me check what this plumber did. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we have all these fucking problems. And the biggest problem of all, it's so frustrating, but the biggest problem of all is that we're on well water. We're far enough away from civilization mm-hmm. that we don't have city water, which is fine. We have a whole system there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a nice new house, you know? There's a whole system in there that makes the water potable and, and does all these things. Or, it, or does it? It doesn't. So <laughs> the water that we have coming out of the faucets, and I, I was on Paco's Power Hour last night. Shout out to Paco. You can see me on his uh, YouTube channel on there talking about Primus's The Brown Album, if you're interested in watching that. Uh, I actually got three guys who've never listened to Primus before to sit down and listen to the entire oh, album. Wow. I know, it was fun. So as I was talking about with Paco, it's the water has sulfur in it. It smells like, like rotten eggs. if a rotten egg took a shit. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I happened, mean, my grandparents built a house recently and mm-hmm. same thing. I, I, I realize that like sulfur has a distinct smell to it, mm-hmm. but this is over the top to the point where when I left to go to the airport and then come back, I came in the house, I go, what is going on in here to my wife? She goes, I'm sorry. I was running the water. Cause I thought I could like, yeah. Get it to dissipate. Yeah. Right. Like maybe it just been built up and we just need to like get it out sure. of the system or whatever. So the entire house reeked like stuttering John. It was bad. <laughs> and now we have to fucking shower in this fucking nonsense. Yeah. And if it just touches your face, you feel like you're eating shit. I'm not even exaggerating. You feel like you're eating shit. Like you're, you're showering in shit water. How great would it be? You said it smelled like stuttering, John. How great would it be if this house turned you? You're like, so I'm tipping back a few Coors Lights. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, yeah. and I'm feeling it. <laughs> yeah. So some weird shining sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. He's always been here. So we, we call we call the fucking uh, the whatever companies in charge of the water system or whatever. And they go, well, this isn't an emergency. We'll, we'll get out there when we get out there. It stinks. Yeah, but I'm like, what do you mean this isn't an emergency? This is insane. I can't, I can't live like this. Anyway, long story short, in order to make the fucking water drinkable and not stink like shit, we have to buy like this. 
ex- very expensive unit and system and get that installed. And it's not even that. Like, if it was just one thing, it was just like, well, here's a bunch of thousands of dollars you have to pay to get this thing. I'd be like, fine, whatever. But everything's a fucking subscription now, too. Mm. So it's like, all right, pay all this shit ton of money, and then every month pay us this much money. Like, why? What do you mean? But that's the fucking, that's the deal. And then, you know, my wife is more optimistic than I am, I guess. She's going, yeah, but Carl, if anything ever breaks, they'll fix it. Like, well, they, yeah, they fucking better. I'm, I'm buying it <laughs> and I'm paying them forever. I, I would hope they would keep the thing up and running for me. That seems like a bare minimum thing that you would do if I'm paying them monthly forever for the rest of my life. So, wow. So the whole time, so I, I try to do a show with Vinny. Like I said, you know, Monday morning, we're just opening up boxes. We're just building shit. We're setting things up. It's just, it's just nonstop the amount of work that we have to do. And I'm, I told Vinny, I'm like, I'll do the creep off with you, though. And I'll pull Nancy Grace clips and we'll get a whole thing going. So I got all that. Oh, I got my my uh, internet hooked up on Sunday, which is amazing. Xfinity came out, got the internet, Wi-Fi, fast as shit, great. And uh, so I go on with Vinny and I, I, I did all this research. My poor wife is <laughs> building shit and I'm sitting there listening to Nancy Grace and pulling clips. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I, know, I feel like an asshole. Both hard uh, at work. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's not too different from around here. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we have more help around here, but I know what you mean. <laughs> so I get everything ready to go. I go on with, with Vinny and my Wi-Fi is shit for some reason, and I keep freezing up. I'm trying to play clips, and that's not working. So eventually we just decide, okay, well, fuck it. This isn't going to happen. <sighs> so then I have to figure out my internet situation because I need to get that working. I guess my I don't want to dwell on all, all of the negative things, but um, if, if I could do it over again, I would have done a lot of things very differently. <laughs> I guess is my point. It was a fucking disaster and a debacle of a, of a fucking week. It was so much goddamn work. It was no fun. My first vacation in years. I, I, you know, there was just all work to do and stress. And then to come back to people just like, oh, and fucking Carl's phoning it in here with these episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lazy oh, fuck. Oh, and that, that's the other thing. So remember, Mike, originally I was like, look, I'm, I'm flying back in. I'll be in by five o'clock. And I was planning on doing prep before that and doing WATS at six like we always do. I'll, yeah. I'm like, I'll hurry back from the airport. We'll do it. And then last week we're on the show and at the end. I go, you know what? This is insane. What am I thinking? I'm not going to be able to be ready for the show. Let's skip this week. Thank God I yeah. said that because we get our connection in Washington, D.C. at Reagan. And we only had like 30 minutes. So we're like, you know, yeah. hurrying. It's a different terminal. We're hurrying over to the gate. Make sure we get there in time. It's delayed four hours. Mm. And I uh, go up to the gate. And I'm like, oh, what's, what's going on? I see the airplanes there, which is a good sign. I like it when the airplane's there. <laughs> I go, uh, oh, what's going on? They're like, oh, the crew's stuck in Boston. And of course, because of Cardiff... We have all this fucking bullshit going on <laughs> with the wildfires. So I don't know if people are like, like they're shutting down airports and baseball games. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So they, they delayed it. It was supposed to leave at three. It ended up being eight. <laughs> our flight left. Oh God. So Jesus. I was stuck in this fucking airport. And listen, it's not the end of the world. It was funny. Cause I talked to um, my realtor, James. He's like, Oh, how was the trip back? I go, well, we were stuck in fucking Reagan Airport for five hours. He goes, that's an expensive five hours. I go, yeah, no shit. Sit, <laughs> sit in the P.F. Chang's with nothing to do for five hours and see what that bill runs up to. Oh, my God. So, anyway, all around uh, horrible experience. Mm. But, uh, I mean, the house is nice. It's got a nice view. <laughs> the pool is nice. Can't wait to it's try the Comedy of errors. Maybe I'll have Hackred make a cartoon of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Oh boy. Uh Amish Space Force said Chad just went live. He's pretty buzzed. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, you guys want to start up round two? Let's go. All right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just getting warmed up here. Mike, thanks for sitting through that story. And I want to apologize to editor Ad. Add the editor who's, who's listening in Discord right now has to deal with all of this. This is the longest episode ever. <laughs> yeah, why were you editing on the plane? Oh, only because I had nothing else to oh, do. Yeah. Oh, I, I okay. figured that would be a good use of my time. And plus, it wasn't a regular episode. I was pulling from right. older shows okay. and putting things together and piecing it. I kind of knew what my plan was going to be, sure. so it was just easier for me to do it. Gotcha. <sighs> Sorry, I have a work ethic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst. All right. BlindMike.net, everybody. It's where you yeah, can go. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, boys. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for doing the show. I'm sorry this is a marathon, but this is a lot of fun today. Happy to Always get back at it. Yes. You're the man. I will see you Thursday at uh, 6 o'clock. We'll have to figure out what we're doing when you are in uh, Maryland in a few weeks. Yes. Thank you for saying that because I'm glad we caught it now instead of two weeks from now. Well, I caught it when you guys were talking about it on the show. You're like, maybe we should go to the show. I'm like, no, it's on a Thursday. <laughs> no. I didn't. I'm like, Thursday is perfect. I <laughs> got an obligation on that yeah. night. <laughs> Sounds familiar. No, I'm, I'm free. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> It's all good. All right, guys. Um, I think that's where we go to. Okay, bye. <laughs> are we done here? I think we are. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. That was a great episode. That was really great.